This is Rocky Patel. This is Alma the Sun. Eric Newman. Eric Hansen. This is Ernesto Perez Carrillo. Hi, this is Glenn Case. Nick Perdomo. Nicholas Perdomo Jr. This is Jerry from Ben and Jerry's. This is Jim Young from Davidoff of Geneva. This is the Cigar Authority. The authority. Are you saying pal? On everything cigar. In. I get it. And out of the cigar industry. I know what it entails, and I'm ready to nail it. With your host. You know, you're, you're funny. David Garofalo. I'm funny how? Like I'm a clown, I amuse you? What the f*** is so funny about me? Tell me. Mr. Jonathan. Damn it. Who typed a question mark on the teleprompter? For the last time, anything you put on that prompter, Burgundy will read. Barry Stein. Human sacrifice, dogs and cats living together, mass hysteria. And Chuck Morrison. I am 35 years old, and I live in a van down by the river. It's time to light them up. <laughs> it's time for the Cigar Authority. August 2nd, 2014. Light them up, light them up, light them up, everybody. Broadcasting live from Two Guys Smoke Shop in Seabrook, New Hampshire. And this week, Costa Rica is the new hotbed for premium cigars. And the cigars that outsell them all in Costa Rica is Don Medigno Cigars. And... The man himself, Don Benigno, is here. We'll be interviewing him. It's going to be very, very interesting because he doesn't speak English at all. Not, not even one word. And I personally don't speak. I got my five or six words, three of I which I can I heard you say bathroom. Yes, baño. Baño. So I got five or six words, three of them I can't even say on the radio. So uh, it's going to be an interesting interview, or maybe it won't be interesting at all. We'll see how that turns out. I'm going uh, with it anyways. Yeah, we're going with it anyway. We got Cigar News and Views and lots more. Welcome, everybody, to the Cigar Authority. And you're listening to the Cigar Authority, the only radio show in the U.S. and, yes, the world that is always broadcast on location. This week, we're at the... Not the flagship. It's the whatever the bottom of the totem pole is for the Why? fleet Why? of no. two guys smoke completely. shop. It's the sub. I don't know what it is. Sub-mission. Anyways, we're in Seabrook. Boy, I, did, I couldn't disagree free. more. I couldn't disagree more with you. It is the most fun store. I will give you that. I'm the most comfortable here. I like it. And we're the only show that doesn't just allow smoking. We insist and demand that you light up and smoke along with us. Because why? We really smoke on the show. And uh, you can tune in at thecigarauthority.com where you can That's watch a jab us live. To the ones that don't. The I'm, I'm all the, about jabbing. Yeah, jab, I'm jab. I'm grumpy. Yeah. Still dieting. You can watch us live or catch the podcast on demand at any time. Simply find us on iTunes or YouTube where you just push the button, man. Set it and forget it. 500,000 downloads. Barry, are you sure? 100% positive. Half a million. 500,000 downloads of this Crap. Ridiculous crap. We got to step it up because there's people listening. I really thought there wasn't anybody listening. I feel like there's pressure now. Yeah, there really when it is. Was, when it was just Rudy and Charlie, I'm like, all right, we, we can just keep goofing around. These guys Because they show forever. up in the chat box and we can see them and right. we know these people are there, which is not all that many. But Malangos. Barry was able to go through the iTunes and all the numbers and say, this is really the number. It's a lot more than you th- think it is. 500,000? I would have been... Two digits off at least. Yeah. Yeah. So now I'm a little nervous. People are listening to this. And the yeah. thing is, we should hit a million a lot quicker than it took us to reach 500,000. That's the hope. 
That's in a year, right? Well, after this. A little bit more than a year. Okay. After this show, it's going to go way down. Right. Totally so we're down. interviewing a dude who doesn't speak English. And yeah. his translator half the time translates it back into Spanish. It's, yeah. It's, it, we'll have Jose Ramos on. Jose is bilingual, kind of. He <laughs> speaks a little English. And when he translates, he translates sometimes, right? Benigno will say whatever he says, and then Jose will say the exact same thing in Spanish right. back to me. And I go, well, I don't speak Spanish. <laughs> You're translating Spanish into Spanish. And In fact, if you want to see a funny exchange, go to thecigarauthority.com and watch the rolling video. Uh, because at the end, Dave does his interpretation of a quick interview with a guy who doesn't speak English. Right. And <laughs> the translator goes into full-on Spanish. Very confusing. Yeah, yeah. It's good. And Dave's nodding like he understood the whole right. thing. He's a total gentleman. This is day three of <laughs> make him believe like I know. And he seems like a nice, nice guy. He comes up. He puts his hand on your shoulder. Yeah. And he goes through this soliloquy in Spanish. And you're yeah. like, dude, I still don't know what the hell he you're saying. He pets me a little. He pets me like a dog. Well, But I know he means it in the nicest way. Uh, he's here with his wife. His wife doesn't speak any any English at all. Also, she came up to me and said, uh, "I need to talk to you." Which is, I think that's what she said. She did this like this, and I'm like, "She's hot." I'm like, "All right, I'm coming with you." And then she walks over and she points at our barcode reading machine and says something in Spanish, which I can only guess is, "What is this? Would you like to take your clothes off?" She was interested in the barcoding machine, and uh, I I think yeah. So we uh, we set that up. What are you pushing up there, Chuck? Yeah. Everything's working. Don't touch don't anything. Don't worry about it. All right. Don't worry about a thing. Just keep going. We're off the air, right? Oh, we're <laughs> off. We just lost it's at least a uh, no, couple of off. states. No? Okay. Chuck is uh, trying some new equipment today. So We had catastrophic failure of our mixer. Catastrophic The, the mistake failure. was before the show started, he said, I can't believe it. Everything is working so great. You're going to be blown away with it. Ten minutes before we're ready to go on, maybe go on for a little pregame. I take a look over here and I go, no, I'm going to leave those guys alone because you guys were in complete. Oh, we're pulling yeah. cables, yeah. <laughs> ripping stuff over, talking signal path. It was nuts. And everybody was early, and I don't know what went wrong, but... Um, We'll see as the as the show goes on. Oh, the models we ordered showed up. Perfect. There we go. That's what we ordered. So we are broadcasting uh, live in the store as the store is operating. Uh, we haven't done this a while, for a while. Not in uh, not in Seabrook, no. Yeah. So uh, it's good to be back. If you want to uh, take a quick ride down to Two Guys Smoke Shop in Seabrook, New Hampshire, Don Benigno. Uh, he is a cigar manufacturer, uh, formerly from Cuba, now operating out of uh, Costa Rica. And his brand, Don Benigno, is here. They're rolling the cigars in the store, uh, and they have their cigars available for purchase. He's signing boxes, and um, he is very, very well-known in Costa Rica. As a matter of fact, you go through the Costa Rican airport, that's the cigar brand you see. Um, they are near the American Embassy, and that is the cigar you see. Everywhere is Don Benigno. You come to the U.S., very, very small micro-brand here so far. I'll tell you, the past three days, we have changed it. Yeah. So people are on it, and there's something unique to it. It's not just another cigar. He has 27 different sizes of the same blend. Now he's come That's up with That's commitment. A, yep. There's only one blend. And then he just came out with a Maduro version. It's the same exact blend, except the wrapper is a Montefina, a Brazilian Montefina wrapper added to it. But Benigno doesn't even like it. It's all about this first regular natural blend. 
Um, and why don't you come up with other ones and stronger blends and small? Because this is the perfect one. Now, there must be something about either my face or my cologne or just my personality. Because even though the man doesn't speak English, he's now managed to insinuate that I'm into men about eight times now. And it has nothing to do with Maybe how I dress. It's, it's, it's because you, sh- yeah, you, cha- you shave the rest of your beard and everything, and you have the Don Benigno well, mustache. We, we talked about this on the show two weeks ago, and you guys were in on it. And then last week, you're both in on it. And then Barry pretends like he doesn't even remember us ever talking about it. And you shaved yours off just before you met the man. Because it wasn't happening. Man. Two weeks. It was happening. You can find it on Facebook. You'll see me with it before. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, that was Barry's uh, little. That uh, was a pretty impressive Photoshop because I did a double take. <laughs> yeah. That was impressive. Yeah, I, I just can't pull it off. But what so I can. So he, he, uh, he rolled me a Lancero by hand. No molds. Yes. And I go to smoke it, and it is pretty strong. Not like his regular line. He put a little extra Lajero in it, maybe thinking because his mustache he thought, he thought is so Selleck-esque. But, but now he makes this shapely That's ex- thing. Yes, he does. Yeah, he, the sign language crosses over from Spanish to English. A little wavy signal that he does by yeah. hand, which is saying well, that you are more like a woman than a man. He offered for me to sit down and pass rapper, which yes. is women's work in his mind. <laughs> it's, so he, basically he's saying you're a medical Whatever that is, yeah. <laughs> he uh, he does the bunching, and then he uh, puts it in a paper mold that he makes. Does the bunching in the binder and molds it. And then hands it over to the wife who applies the wrapper to it because that is what the w- women do. And it's not – they don't look down on the women for doing it. They actually look up to them because women have more delicate fingers, and they can handle that delicate wrapper as they pass it over. So even though he taught her how to put wrapper on – he has her do it. Yeah, he never does do it. He Every time he passes it over to her. Yeah, it's impressive. Which she gets the bow for because the cigar is done at that point. Right. But, he's but the, one the that fact really, that it draws, the fact that it burns straight is all him. On the Lancero stuff, absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, what a perfect burn. Yeah. And fresh rolled and burning so perfect. It's amazing. All right, it's time to cut our Don Benigno. This is the Robusto. And it is the natural version. That's what we're going to smoke first. It's time to cut our cigar. The official cutting is brought to you by Perdomo Cigars. Perdomo is the brand that while all other cigar brands were raising prices, Perdomo cut out the federal S-chip tax and actually lowered them. Perdomo Cigars, they stand for quality, tradition, and excellence. And we will cut it. And uh, this is a, somebody mentioned, a not a triple cap, but a quadruple cap. Well, and it, you see unlike, how she does it. Un, yeah, unlike uh, a lot of manufacturers, which have a they've got a little circle cutter and they roll the circle on the leaf and yeah. they come out with a perfect nickel shaped, uh, nickel sized cap that they apply to the top. She continues the wrap across and cuts an oval out of the wrapper and continues to fold it around and around and around to make that yeah. quadruple cap. Yeah, what do they call that? There's a name for that. A Quattro. No, it is a um, <laughs> Quattro flag, de capo. flagging the cap. And then she makes the little little hat on the top, the little... Uh, pigtail. Pig, yeah, but it's, yeah, it's no like, more than a pigtail. Yeah, it's like a flared... What's that conquistador hat? hat. Yeah, boom, the little thing's popping up the top. So, uh, yeah. The nickel cut that you were describing before was more of a Dominican thing than Cuban yes. or even nowadays Nicaraguan. Yeah, yeah. 
So they still use the circle cut down in the DR. Yeah, that's what I see. Every factory I go to basically is doing that. So we're going to light the cigar, and this had a bullet cutter on it, but we chose to use a regular cut. But what is this? This, this is, is the Bomber. By Vertigo? And it is the Bomb. Is this Vertigo? Yes, This it is, is Vertigo. It's a triple jet. It is the Bomb. Triple jet, big tank, bullet cutter at the bottom. Retails twenty four ninety nine. At least a hundred bucks, right? It looks wow. like. Looks Works. like. I would definitely pay double that. This has a nice weight to it too. All right, so we're going to sell Barry one at twice the price because he will do it. He's that guy. There's no need to twenty four ninety nine, twenty five bucks, and uh, nice. Okay. Love that sound. Yeah, I've been. Uh, I've been smoking these for three days, no problem, continuing to smoke. Look at all the girls with Don Benigno. How happy is he? I don't know. If he turns around, I'll let you know. You don't want to photobomb this thing? <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to photobomb this? Very no. good. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> uh, nice. No, I'm not going to photobomb it. I'm afraid if I put my headset down, it'll stop working. Mm. <clears throat> you photobomb them? There we go. Perfect. So we got new stuff that has landed this week from the trade show, uh, and in no particular order, uh, BG Meyer, which we smoked on the show, is a pre-release. Yes, it is out, hit the shelves, and already popular. It's popular. People are intrigued by the look of it. It's got that um, paper wrap on it. Uh, what do we want to call that? Like parchment, almost parchment like a cookie paper. sheet. Yeah, like the uh, stuff that's around a, a stick of butter. Yes. Yeah. Whatever, there's a name for that. You Wax fat paper. Guys, everything has to do with butter. Butter. You don't dig on swine, but the rest of them, it's butter and bacon. And, and me. I like bacon. Yeah. Uh, Leaf by Oscar has been blowing it up. Yeah. Now, that this is a very We're going to smoke this on the show later on. Not, not today. Not today, but later on. Not yeah. next week. Maybe the week after. I want to get him on because he's he is a character. a character. He is perfect. Yeah. That's news right there. Yeah. It's newsworthy. But you know what? I have to... Show the consumer, the customer that comes in. I have to show them the cigar. They have a negative look to it right away because it, it looks so ugly. Right. Because it's a wrapper. From tobacco. Yeah, wrapped around the cigar. Instead of using cellophane, they use a tobacco leaf to wrap it. And that's not what you're going to smoke. You're going to take that off. That is the cellophane, which is just a tobacco leaf. And then underneath it's a beautiful cigar. And you go, ah, a little gimmicky maybe. But then as you smoke it, that goes away. Oh, it's very good. It's for real. And I don't care if it's the natural or the Maduro. I don't know which one I like best as I smoke them. One thing that amazes me is when you remove that outer wrapper, how much oils there oh, yeah. are on the actual finished wrapper. Yeah. yeah. So the, the, it, it's in its little cocoon or whatever's going on there. And maybe the thing is. is what that is is a one cigar party happening there underneath we go. that hood. Very interesting. Very interesting. It's like a tamale. Oh, a tamale. Yes. You know how they're wrapped? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Basically, that's what it is. It's the tamale of cigars. Yeah, so it's all food-related. Always. What happens. I'm with them. I know you are. Yeah. And <laughs> what do you, what do you feel I'm, like? The inside up, stuffing of, up, a, of, a, uh, of a double-stuffed I'm cookie? I'm up to two and a half of my six-pack. Yeah. I'm like right down. It's almost there. we got the whole kegs going on here. you got a couple <laughs> of kegs on each side of you. <laughs> Uh, Try this. This takes years. You think you can pull this off in a couple of months? No. This took 54 years to pull this off. Oya de Flores. Yeah. Also taken it, off. How do you say that? Oh, yeah. The H is almost silent, so it's Oha. 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 De Flores. Uh, that is starting to take off as well. That's Dominican. Willie Flores out of New Jersey. Box pressed. 
the uh, the Maduro and the natural is round. One of the few times where the Maduro is a little milder than the natural. The natural is a little more kick to it. The Maduro is more of a traditional Maduro. You know, it's a little okay. bit sweeter instead of the strength that people associate with Maduro. Yeah. Today. And uh, the Azan, which is um, Roberto Durand, that landed as well. Yeah. And uh, that one's doing well as well. I, and Inexpensive, I bet, $5. I liked it very, very much. Yeah. I was smoking a bunch of different samples as, as uh, when I smoked that cigar. And of the stuff I had at that point, I was like, all right, this is the winner of the ones I just went through. This is a, a tough time because this is when it all happens all at once. And I'm smoking so many cigar, different cigars at different times. What a shame. Some of the manufacturers should actually put them out at different times because the competition is brutal. Oh, it's ridiculous. And the guys that, good. The guys that get to get in the store faster are the ones with the legs. So the ones we mentioned, B.G. Meyer, Leaf by Oscar, right. Oha, they, they, De Flores, they, they and Azan. And they must have shipped at, from the show. Oh, they absolutely they, did. They must have called the factories did. and said, all right, ship the stuff out. Ship it now. Because we, it received and, and it showed up on the shelves. Uh, also is the, uh, the new Davidoff, which I haven't even smoked. The Golden Band Award. Yeah. Oh, I haven't. I, I saw that, and I didn't smoke that either. Gorgeous box. What, yeah. a, what a great gimmick from Davidoff. I gotta tell you. So they give I, you I, this. They give you this Oscar, and then they go. Yeah. Now you can buy this twenty-one dollar cigar and sell it in your shops for one year. Yes, that's it. So I won the award, and the award is I get to buy more cigars from them. Genius. It's genius. And they had a room full genius, of people genius, genius. who already do very well with Davidoff and apparently were in some contest that no one told us about. And now we win. We can spend more. Yeah. It's awesome. I'll buy more. Very interesting. And it, the box is like an award itself, the way it's shaped and uh, set up in there. And, but imagine uh, it's in here and, uh, you know, we have three days of events and I'm trying to smoke um, these cigars, uh, but looking at that and saying, I wonder if it's good. I've never smoked a cigar. Tuesday, it'll be the featured review on you, the cigar. Did you smoke it? Not yet. Okay. But Tuesday, it will be the featured review on thecigarauthority.com. Okay. So, looking. This is the time, folks. If, if, if you're into cigars, this is the time. You want to try new cigars. My God, the stuff is pouring in. And uh, we have chosen in our retail shops what we thought was the best for that kind of price and strength and whatever it is. But there's so many, and there's people coming in asking for cigars we didn't pick. Um, you're not getting this. You're not getting that. This is the problem I know every retailer has right now is there's only so much space. There's only so many we had space. We had space for 32 facings, and we took 46 facings on. Yeah. It's a problem. You know what that means? It means something has to go. Yeah. More than something. Yeah. Lots of something. Something has to go. And, and there's a show in itself. Uh, I wonder if we could ever do something where we make the calls of we're discontinuing. You know, all the manufacturers be We actually call them. We actually call them on the air. Yes. <laughs> and we com- we talk about it, and we you know say, "What do you think of this?" And then we actually chop it—the chopping block show or something. Our own version of Survivor. Yeah, yeah. Maybe get all the reps here and have them do challenges. Yes, make them do some like push a uh, like a pee with their nose across the thing, and yeah. whoever does it so we're gonna oh, we gotta discontinue one of your lines. <laughs> we can make them do stuff. Oh, sorry, Jeremy Soares, you got pee on your face. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we have to take one of your lines out. Wow, that's interesting. Make them do stuff. They make us do stuff. We'll make them do stuff. I like it. Yeah? Yeah, if they can beat me at a one-handed push-up contest, for example. 
We've well, only, we only cut half the line. Yeah, yeah. We're going to cut this and this. But if you beat Jonathan in the one-handed push-up, we'll only cut one of them. And we'll let you pick which one we're going to cut. Things have to be cut. And, I, and be cut. I love them all and whatever. But as you bring new stuff in, old stuff has to go. I've been a little bit merciless with torpedoes lately. Yeah, torpedoes are slow. The only exception, there's two major exceptions when it comes to torpedoes. The yeah. Garofalo torpedo and Perdomo's 20th Perdomo torpedo. makes the Garofalo, and Perdomo makes the best torpedo in the industry. Period. 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 Nobody's even close. His, his pyramids outsell everything else. And the girl sits there with scissors, and she trims it so that point. You could take an eye out with that. Their torpedoes are the best. They are. And they have the best rollers on them. You, ever, uh, you like torpedoes. If you don't like torpedoes, go to a Perdomo torpedo, and you'll like torpedoes. It's a whole different experience. Yeah. The, the, the torpedo is so perfect. It reminds me of Chuck Morrison's record on this day in classic history. Oh, is that a challenge? That's a layup. Is right? that That's a, a challenge? challenge? That's that was a called a layup. Yeah. <laughs> you guys are skipping over the perfect segue as per the usual. Dave is the host. <laughs> this day in classic history is brought to you by Classic Cigars. You've heard of epic rap battles. But now it's time for the epic battle. Wow. It's kind of intimidating to be in the presence of so many great athletes. For this day. Tell anyone about this, I'll kill you. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. In classic history. Is looking at you, kid. Brought to you by Classic Cigars. Nervous? Yes. All classic cigars are handmade and imported from the Dominican Republic. And every cigar is priced under, get this, under $3 per cigar. You like that, baby? Let him know where I came from, yeah! Choose any blend, including the Classic Connecticut for its mild and smooth taste, the Classic Maduro for its bold and spicy flavor, or the Classic Cuban for its sweet, sun-grown, and nutty overtones. That's undertones, you idiot! Whichever classic you choose, it's a classic cigar. Available at twoguyscigars.com, that's twoguyscigars.com. Okay, Chuck. Celebrate today with a classic cigar. Nobody can beat you, so we're going to change it up a bit. It is going to be a three-way. The classic three-way. You've heard of it? This is it. This is the classic three-way now. A little menage a trois. Keep your your stuff away from my stuff. The classic three-way. Do not force the I like it. All right, so when I I talk about it, you're going to start writing your numbers down, and uh, then I'm going to This way we don't have to wait for Barry anymore. Yep, and then you guys are going to say it out loud what you do, but you're going to have to show me that what you wrote down is the real thing. Are we allowed to write on this paper? Yes. Okay. You are. It's very very fancy. Even though it's fancy paper. Fancy paper. Today's August 2nd, and today is the birthday date of John O'Connor. True. John O'Connor. <laughs> Any idea John O'Connor? Uh, the uh, O'Connor Trio. A.K.A. Carol O'Connor. American oh, actor, yeah. director, producer, and screenwriter. He found fame as the lovable bigot. Working man, Archie Bunker, the main oh. character in the 1970 CBS sitcom All in the Family from 91 to ni- I mean from 71 to 79. Then Archie Bunker's place from 79 to 83. And later in the NBC CBS television crime drama The Heat of the Night from 88 to 95. He died in 2001. He was a cigar smoker, but he was born today. Carol O'Connor. What do we have, Chuck Morrison? I have 1919. 1919. He, Jonathan has 1919, and Nin- Barry has 1923. And Barry gets the point, wow. 1924. Son of a... Wow. All right, so this is interesting. Chuck, get out of my mind. Today is the birth date of Wesley Craven. 
Wesley Kramer, also known as Wes Craven. Oh. American director, producer, screenwriter, best known for his work in horror films, particularly on the slasher films. He's the creator of A Nightmare on Elm Street, Wes Craven's New Nightmare, co-wrote A Nightmare on Elm Street 3, Dream Warriors. Craven directed the, the Scream series, Ghostface, and The Hills Have Eyes, and Last House on the Left, and many, many more. Today's Wes Craven's birthday, Chuck says... 1945. 1945, Jonathan. 1940. 1949. 1949 and... 45. You're all over. 1939. Ooh, so close. Everybody's over. Today is Victoria... I'm giving myself half a point for that. You get nothing. You get nothing and you like it. I award you nothing and may God have mercy on your soul. Today (laughs) is... that five times fast. Really. Today is Victoria Jackson's birthday. Victoria Jackson. True. Any idea? She was, or she is, American actress, singer, impressionist, American comedian, actress, set, uh, singer, and internet blogger, best known as a member of the cast of NBC's television sketch comedy, Saturday Night Live, from 86 to 92. Remember her, the blonde Victoria Jackson? You're shaking your head. No idea. She later moved to Miami, where she lived across the street from Nick Perdomo. What? She was across the street. Come on. Absolutely. I've been to his house, and she's the next-door neighbor uh, in Miami Lakes, Florida. But you don't even know who she is. Victoria Jackson, she was pretty funny. She probably is funny. She's also a uh, uh, big um, cigar tea, smoker. tea party activist. Oh, like oh, her. So, Chuck Morrison, what 1960, you got? 1960, bro. I got 58. I got 51. 51, I'll take it, because it's 52. Wow. Oh, you guys Barry are all over. Stein. Barry Stein's got two Barry. points. It's a shutout. It's a shutout so far. And today is the birth date of Butch Patrick. Butch. Wasn't he on Dallas or something? No, he was not. He was an actor who was immoralized as Eddie Munster in the TV series The Munsters. Remember Man. him? Yeah. The little kid? Eddie Munster? 13, the Munster. 13 Mockingbird Lane. That's right. Also played Mark on the ABC show Lidsville, made an appearance in many TV series in the 60s, uh, including The Monkees, Gunsmoke, I Dream a Genie, but best known as Eddie Munster. On the Munsters, born today. What year do you got, Chuck? I have 1941. 1941, he says. I'm going 1901. 1901. I think they're both going over. All right, and what do you got? I'm going 1953. For two points. Barry, steroids be for me. two points. He's on steroids, steroids. And this is a blowout. This is four to nothing to nothing. Wow. Uh, we have a new winner here. Happened this day. Yankee. Albert Einstein writes a letter to Franklin D. Roosevelt, urging him to begin the Manhattan Project to develop a nuclear weapon. Imagine that it was Albert Einstein that, that said to do this, and he uh, writes the letter to Franklin D. Roosevelt, the president at that time. That's a little hint for urging him for the Manhattan Project to develop the nuclear weapon. What year was it? Barry, we're going to have you go first. 1939. 1939, we're done. Two points for Barry. And that is it. So, Barry, complete blowout, uh, six to nothing. Uh, This has been as fair as possible. You guys can't even hang. This day in American classic history brought to you by American classic by classic cigars, whichever classic cigar you choose. Uh, it is available at twoguyscigars.com. That's twoguyscigars.com. Celebrate today, August second. I'm embarrassed. With a classic, you should you be. You guys should I'm be not, used this to is it. Par for you know? the course for me. We the have a Yankees show. destroying the Red Sox. You guys should be used to this. All right, there we go. So uh, if you're celebrating your birthday anytime. 
um, and you come to any Two Guys Smoke Shop, uh, it's just a reminder, come into any Two Guys Smoke Shop location at Salem, Seabrook, or Nashua, New Hampshire, on your birthday, and we will cut and light a free cigar for you and say happy birthday to you. Celebrate your day at Two Guys Smoke Shop. Uh, that is that. Um, okay, so I'm looking forward to this. There's one more cigar that we didn't talk about, by the way. Yes, what oh. do you got? The Great White. Yes. Now, this is a little bit of a blog off. Well, this is coming to uh, a very, very limited amount of cigar shops next Saturday. Next Saturday. Will be the launch of it. Okay. So it's going out for sale on that. They're they're being shipped out to the stores, and everyone's going to get them. And on Saturday for Shark Week, that's why the Great White is. And a very unique cigar that actually has a fin on it. That that's what you hold when you smoke or not, but instead of the band crisscrossing connecting, they actually fin out with the fin that's on it. It's a, a, a Maduro torpedo, a Brazilian Arapiaca Maduro wrapper. I like to on, say Arapiaca. Yes, you do. And on a Nicaraguan filler and binder. And what is going to happen as a blog off? Well, well, Jonathan thinks he can describe a cigar better than I. I yes. can. But since I've been here for the last five weeks, I've shown my dominance in getting these notes off of a cigar that Jonathan's basically become second fiddle. Yes. So he's having a problem with that. Yes, he is. He's having, he, he doesn't like to lose to anything, although he's been losing to this day in classic history for four and a half years. <laughs> and now you just blew him out of the water. Pun intended here. Yeah. And now it's going to be for the Great White. And you both are going to smoke the cigar, write your own review. Review. We're going to put it up on the website, what I think, what he thinks. We're going to be a little poll at the bottom. And you won't share it with each other until you, you until pass them in, right? Until mine's written, he won't send me his, in yeah. which I will integrate into the review. Okay. And then people will be able to vote who they like better. And I'm expecting Rudy to vote for me because I do know the words of the Canadian National Anthem. Uh, you, oh. you lose points on that because you do not know them in French. You only know them in English. So, But uh, as Rudy pointed, the French doesn't matter. I feel like he was just being a gentleman and he was... Well, he's from Vancouver. He doesn't like the whole French separatist thing that's happening in Quebec if it's still happening. Uh, it is still happening. So, you Rudy's, know what? He's Rudy's a Canuck my, fan. Rudy's I, I my like the boy, Canucks. But I'm not going to say that he needs to go for mine. I need him to read them both and make an honest opinion about which one's better. But for four years, Barry, before you came up, Jonathan was going to write a review every day for the blog site. And as you can see, we had stories about when he went to the bathroom. We had stories about when, when he dances with other men. Lots of content. Not very much of it had to do with cigars. Right. And he continues that. And now all of a sudden he feels like after four and a half years of not doing it, because you're doing it, now he wants to do it and he wants to do it better than you. There's something deep problem here. Seriously. Yeah. Just look at this mustache. You can tell there's problems. There's problems. Is your brother older than you? He's younger. Okay, so it's not being second fiddle. No. No, he was the first one and the last one. I don't know, but he's going down. That's all that matters. Yeah. All right. Well, don't so, sing it if you can't bring it. Yeah, so. we'll see. We're going to see what ends up happening. And unlike you, I won't need a thesaurus to write the review. Yeah. Wow. Gonna, you were sitting next to me when I wrote it. There was no thesaurus. Did you write I, it? I don't know. I did mine already. Okay. I did mine already. Did, but did Barry read it? No. All oh. right. Don't read it because then you're going to... Maybe. It's going to taint your, yeah. your whole view on the cigar. So he you, did tell me what he rated it, though. So Really? Yeah. Did you really? Yep. I don't even remember what I rated it. 94. 
Did I? Wow. Wow. Yeah. No, it's very good. It's 94, very good. although it has, he has nothing to compare it to. It's not like you can say, you know. But yeah, I, Barry's I, reviewed thousands of guys. Yeah, so. so he has different things. And we'll talk about later on uh, in the next hour. Um, a cigar that was reviewed 100. Have you ever done that before? Once before. Once. So two cigars reached 100, and we'll talk about those mm-hmm. two. But right now we're going to take a break. And when we come back, we're going to be interviewing Don Benigno. You get nervous every time you I go do. to say it. And uh, he's from Don Benigno Cigars, and he speaks no English at all. This is going to be awesome. No, <laughs> I don't think it is. <laughs> and we are unprepared for this because we have no idea where we're going to go. So anyway, we're live from Two Guys Smoke Shop in Seabrook, New Hampshire, and you're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network. Hi, this is Rocky Patel, and I'd like to invite you to try one of our decade cigars, This premier cigar received a 95 rating from Cigar Aficionado, one of the highest ratings ever afforded by that magazine. It's a beautiful Ecuadorian Sumatra wrapper with fillers from Nicaragua and Honduras. This cigar is medium to full-bodied, rich, complex, yet elegant and well-balanced. I promise you, you're going to love the decade. Try it. Okay, people, we've just been awarded the Brickhouse Ad Account. Now, this cigar was named Best Bargain Cigar of 2009 by Cigar Aficionado, got a 91 rating, plus it's the hottest cigar on the market. So, we need an award-winning slogan. He's a brick. <laughs> what about it's not your grandfather's cigar? Ah, it's been done. Next. How about good to the last draw? Ah, something original, people. You deserve a brick today? <laughs> Who are you? Do you even work here? Excuse me, sir. Am I to understand that every Brickhouse cigar is built with all the flavor and quality of the premium cigars of yesteryear? Yesteryear? Really? That's right, Bixby. But yeah, it costs around five bucks each. Indeed. Well, sir, people don't really need a slogan. They don't? No, sir. Then what do they need? Five bucks and a comfortable chair. Five bucks and a comfortable chair. Genius! <laughs> Meet the perfect cigar to share with friends. Brickhouse by J.C. Newman. Handmade in Nicaragua with a fine Havana Subido wrapper. Brickhouse starts out earthy and crisp and burns well-rounded and smooth. Nothing stands the test of a good time like a Brickhouse. For more, visit BrickhouseCigars.com. Cigar smokers, how about if we go over a few cigar store sounds? Can you guess what this is? Oh, yeah. You think you got it? Okay. Do you know what this is? Now for the cigar. What do you think of this cigar? I'm lighting up a Lagiana Havana cigar. The Lagiana Havana natural cigars are, oh, yeah, so smooth. Oh, yeah, the Maduro version is a bit beefed up, but oh, yeah, they're delicious, too. When asked what my favorite cigar is, I always say it's La Giana Havana. Oh, yeah. To some, tradition is a catchphrase. To us, it's a guiding light, for there can be no great future without reverence for the past. Hammer and Sickle Tradition Series cigars are handmade, employing only time-honored methods. Meticulously crafted of individually selected tobaccos, Tradition Series is a blend of three-year-aged Dominican Viso and Lijero, all finished inside a breathtaking five-year-aged Connecticut shade wrapper. Tradition Series from Hammer and Sickle. Live well. 
And we're back. You're listening to the Cigar Authority, a weekly broadcast about cigars and all the nonsense surrounding it. And with us, Don Benigno from Costa Rica via Havana, Cuba. And he speaks no English, everybody. And uh, with me is Jose Ramos, who is going to do his best to do some translating. And don't do what you did with me yesterday, is translate back into Spanish, because it doesn't help me out here <laughs> at all. Sorry for that. No, that's <laughs> So, uh, fantastic cigars, and uh, we're looking forward to it. And uh, he seems like a very nice man to me, but we we have no communication. It's been very interesting for three days uh, with lack of communication. But you've been you've been uh, helping us along the way, uh, Jonathan. You got some questions? Go. I got nothing. You what, got nothing. What? You got yeah, nothing. You got nothing is, on the uh, nothing. Okay. What do you What do you, you ask a man who owns a a cigar manufacturing plant in uh, in Costa Rica who doesn't use Costa Rican tobacco? Well, that's other it. than perhaps. Why no Costa Rican tobacco? Really, really. Okay, uh, Veneno, eh, te están preguntando por qué no usas uh, tabaco de Costa Rica. Eh, en Costa Rica se viene cultivando tabaco desde hace muchísimos años, pero este tabaco era preferiblemente para cigarreras. Se le vendía República Cigar. Um, he said that. Uh, Costa Rica, they have history to grow tobacco, but they use it for to make cigar, uh, cigarettes. 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 So, so not so much on on the on the cigar end. So, uh, where did you start in the cigar business? Uh, you know, when did it all start? When when you got into it? Cuando tú empezaste en el negocio de tabaco. Es un negocio familiar. Mi abuelo fue dueño de una tabaquería, un hombre que murió de 96 años en el año 1969. Y so mi padre y todos sus hermanos también fueron tabaqueros. Así que aprendí de niño, mirándolos ahí. Um, eh, he started uh, his family. Grandfather has a factory in Cuba. His uh, grandfather. Grandfather. Yeah. Uh, he died in 1969. And he learned since he was like eight. All right, so it's basically his whole life. His life, yeah. Um, and, and operating uh, out of Cuba uh, with his grandfather's cigar bef- yeah. uh, before Fidel Castro. Yes. And um, any uh, popular brand name or anything of the cigar that maybe the folks would know that the, the cigar brand or anything? Alguna marca que tenía tu abuelo o? Mi abuelo producía una marca que se vendía en una región campesina al norte de Pinar de Río que se llamaba La Ceniza. The brand is, uh, the name it was uh, the Ash. The Ash. Ash? Ash. And it was oh. se- selling on the north of Pinar de Rio. Okay, just in there. Yeah. Not for export, but just no. for a cigar made in Cuba. Um, and then, uh, when did you leave uh, Cuba yourself? ¿Cuándo usted se fue de Costa Rica, de Cuba hacia Costa Rica? En el año 1997. In 1997. Wow, so not long ago. And directly to uh, Costa Rica. Costa Rica. Costa Rica. And um, then you start your own factory from nothing. Tú empezaste tu fábrica desde nada, ¿no? Desde cero. Desde nada. Desde menos que nada. He said that he started the, the factory with his first hands. With his hands. And all the money did he left Cuba with. And all lot, a Bo- lot of both money. Dollars. Bo- both dollars. Yeah, with nothing. <laughs> nothing, nothing. nothing. And uh, 97, so, Jesus, it, it, it's, um, 
What are we 20, talking about? 20, 20 years. 20 years, yeah. Um, fr- from being in Cuba and now uh, Costa Rica. And um, one cigar brand. Eh, una sola marca, ¿no? Solo Don Benigno. Solamente, so, uh, only Don Benigno. Yes, that's it. And up until just recently, there was only Don Benigno, period. There was no even Maduro. But yes. um, many sizes of the same exact blend. ¿Por qué tantos tamaños de, de tabaco? La óptica nuestra es producir el puro para que el cliente lo agradezca. Y teniendo eso en cuenta, es necesario producir varias vitolas porque hay fumadores para todas ellas. Hay para más pequeño, para más grande, para más fuerte, para menos fuerte. Satisfacer al cliente. Um, he makes so many sizes because he wants to please the customers. And in How many sizes is that? Uh, ¿Cuántas vitolas? Producimos 20 vitolas y tenemos cerca de 40 presentaciones. Uh, 20. 20 sizes of the same blend. Yeah. So if you, no matter what size you like, there's the Dom Benigno size for you no matter what. Benigno. Benigno. <laughs> Benigno. <laughs> Thank you for that correction, Jose Ramos. Thank you. I, 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 and, and that is his first name. Yeah, his first name. What, what's the last name? Arronte. Okay, Arronte. Arronte. I can't Arronte. Ro- I can't roll. Good you job. Did, you did a good, good job. Huh? Arronte. Okay. Close enough. De hombre, de hombre, Arronte. Yeah, Arronte. You got to say it like it's strong like he is. Arronte. How many years he had that mustache? Oh, ¿Por cuántos años hace que tienes el bigote? Desde que tengo 25 años. Since uh, he was uh, 25 years old. Yeah, it's a nice mustache. Everybody comments. So on one of the cigar bands, um, there's a B on it for Benigno. But on one of the particular sizes is actually a picture of him. ¿Por qué te está preguntando? You, you want me to ask why he Yeah, why is it just on, on uh, one size? Because he couldn't fit the mustache on the other bands, <laughs> obviously. <laughs> uh, te está preguntando por qué escogiste tu retrato con el, con el bigote en uno de los... Es que tengo bigote desde hace, desde hace 38 años. Es decir, para cuando estaba en Costa Rica y producía puros ya para comercializar, pues ya tenía ese bigote. Entonces era negro, ¿no? He said that uh, he wanted to represent in the cigar his mustache. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> and his, Pretty much what I said. And, and with him is his beautiful wife, um, who is here rolling cigars. And he um, would bunch the cigar. And this is the perfect team, pair of rollers, that the man, he, bunches and puts the blend together. And she puts the wrapper on. Now, is that the way it is in the factory? Um, él me está preguntando si normalmente eh, la mujer es la que hace, la que pone eh, la capa y el hombre es el que trabaja con las tablas. Pues efectivamente, pudiera ser una sola persona quien haga las dos cosas. Pero es preferible, si se van, si van a, a especializarse, a separar el bonche de la capa, que sea el hombre quien... quien Bonches por, por el, el ejercicio de la prensa y las tablas que son más pesadas, mientras que el pasar gap es más delicado, más de las manos de una mujer. ¿no? Let, let me guess what he said. Okay, go ahead. Is that the man is strong and he's able to 
put the press on and do that, and the woman is gentle, and she does. Huh? Without yeah. knowing, I don't know, but I can just tell from his expressions. This is what he's saying. Close? Close. No, it was perfect. Really? Was very good, huh? David. I'm impressed. I'm impressed. <laughs> I have no idea what he was saying, but I could just feel feel what he was saying. And he's able to, he's able to communicate very well right. using a little bit of sign language yeah. and, and facial expressions. What strikes me about uh, Don Benigno is the passion that he had when he left Cuba with nothing. What was his driving force to be able to start a business on his own, coming from nothing, just leaving and? Okay, uh, la, la pregunta es, eh, ¿cuál fue tu pasión por empezar un negocio que no, con tus manos que no tenías ni un no tenías dinero? ¿Cuál fue tu pasión de empezar el negocio de los tabacos en Costa Rica? Es el oficio que aprendí de niño. Cuando yo decidí salir de Cuba y vivir en Costa Rica, iba con la idea fija de dedicarme a la producción de puro. Fui a eso. Eh, quería cumplir el sueño de mi padre, de mi abuelo. Mm, quería tener mi propio taller y para eso, por lo menos en aquel momento era necesario mm, estar en otro país. Okay, Jonathan, what did, what did he say? I, I got nothing. Okay. <laughs> I, got nothing. <laughs> I have no idea. No. Okay, well, <laughs> he said he, he saw three things. He wanted to follow up the dream he has from his grandfather. Ah, good. Second is the best things he can do yeah and third is um he want to ha have his own factory so and how big is the factory how many people does it employ cuantos empleados tiene en la fabrica venin actualmente 10 yeah 10 yeah wow so very small very small and why Costa Rica? Of, so he's leaving Cuba and he says, where do I go? And I, I would imagine most people dream of America, I would think. Mm -hmm. But he says, no, Costa Rica. Está preguntando por qué la mayoría de los cubanos siempre han querido Estados Unidos. ¿Por qué cogiste Costa Rica? Yo no hablo inglés. Preferí Costa Rica porque sabía de su historia. Conocí en Cuba varios costarricenses. La historia de Costa Rica está muy cargada de democracia, de oportunidades, de posibilidades para la persona que inmigra, y no me equivoqué. Fue excelente que haya escogido Costa Rica. Okay, David, si pudiera ahead. volverlo a hacer, volvería a escoger Costa Rica. <laughs> I got a little of that. I'm going with, uh, yeah. they don't, he doesn't speak English, and yeah. uh, they speak Spanish in Costa Rica. So. Okay. And uh, he would feel more at home there. You got it. Is the culture similar? In Costa Rica, as it is in Cuba? No, but it's just like it's. The problem is, it choose Costa Rica because it's a nice country. It's a, the country like opportunity. People help you there. Yeah. Yes. I've never been, and you know, I've been to where most uh, cigars are made, which is going to be Dominican Republic, Honduras, Nicaragua, Mexico, Costa Rica. Never, because uh, in years ago, I would want to go. Because they made a lot of cigars out of there. There were some big-name cigars, and they all left. And Domenico comes when they all leave. Why is that? Um, Why did they leave? Eh, me, ellos están, me están, están preguntando por qué eh, antes del 94, 90, había bastantes fábricas de tabaco y todas se fueron. ¿Me quiere decir en Costa Rica? Sí, Costa Rica. Pues eh, no creo que sea exactamente así. Eh, para el año 97, el gobierno de Liberación Nacional, entonces de, de José María Figueri, fomentó el negocio de la tabacaría en Costa Rica 
apoyando a los, a los vegueros de diferentes regiones, específicamente de Puriscal, eh, con préstamos y regalos en dinero para que sembraran un tabaco para producir puro. No, pero antes, antes de eso, de, de eso, ¿por qué las la fábricas se fueron? Antes de eso. Pues no puedo explicar esa pregunta, no, nunca hubo muchas fábricas hasta esos años, más bien la fabricación en mayor escala en Costa Rica es del año 2000 hacia acá. This is fascinating radio. I, I'm, I'm imagining he's saying money was expensive there. Yes. Well, uh, it's talking like, you know, the government trying to help after the, ¿qué año, 2000? De 2000 hacia acá. Uh, 2000 after that, he, uh, trying to increase the value of the tobacco. Oh. Before he was too expensive, so that's the reason they left, you know. Okay. And now I see a resurgence. People are talking Costa Rican cigars. I see something happening there. Not only they're just making cigars in Costa Rica, they're making the best cigars in Costa Rica. Uh, the competition, although maybe not that many, but everything I try out of Costa Rica seems to be high quality and rolled unbelievable. I mean, so um, they're taking their time. I mean, what, what is it that they're doing such a great job there? Le está preguntando por qué hacen de Costa Rica, están saliendo muy buenos tabacos y muy bien enrolados, ¿sabes? Buena calidad. Pues los mejores torcedores de Nicaragua emigran mucho hacia Costa Rica porque los salarios son mejores el seguro social de los, para los trabajadores mucho mejor y tienen más oportunidades, ganan más dinero, viven más, es un país más tranquilo también. They say the, the best roller from Nicaragua moved to Costa Rica ah. looking for better life because they get paid uh, double oh. life, in, life insurance. Uh, so they might have been great Nicaraguan rollers, they leave there and they... Looking they, for better. Better, better life for them. Life so for it them. is a better life for yes. them in, in that country. Um, as I say, I've never been there, but uh, is is Costa Rica very safe? Is it? Uh, I understand beautiful, but everything's good there. Good there, yeah. Yeah. Hay un millón de nicaragüenses en Costa Rica vendiendo su mano de obra. Okay. Uh, he said it's a one million ni ni from uh, Nicaragua living in Costa Rica. A million people left. Mm -hmm. Wow. So this is uh, this is going to be the place. The place, yeah. Um, And Don Berigno, although as small as it is, the Costa Rican people choose to smoke a cigar in Costa Rica. They choose what brand? Uh, ¿qué, ¿Qué tabaco normalmente escogen los consumidores de tabaco en Costa Rica? ¿Qué marca? Bueno, pues hay varias marcas. La, la mía, por ejemplo, está colocada en los moles, en los aeropuertos internacionales. Eh, ya mucha hay una parte de la población tica, inclusive de la parte de la juventud que se ha inclinado por el, por el uso del puro en sustitución del cigarrillo que saben que tiene mucho más químico y, y que puede ser más dañino a la salud y cada vez se incorporan más sobre todo jóvenes a fumar puro y pues va siendo un país donde también se venden puro The, be, the, the best, best selling one. It's one over there. They're selling all the airports and all the, yes. all, all the malls. Yes. Uh, so that, that's what they choose to end up smoking there. And in the U.S., you are the distributor of the U.S. Yes. Um, and um, because it's such a small 10-people um, factory, I mean, they're not going to make all that many. How many cigars a year? ¿Cuántos tabacos al año? 
tú haces al año 240 mil unos 240, 250 mil puros al año desde hace ya más o menos 10 años hemos, hemos estabilizado esa cantidad. Eh, since, uh, uh, he made like 240 to 250,000. 250,000. From the last 10 years, past yeah. 10 years. A quarter of a million. Very, very small. Yeah, of large cigars, right? Um, and I know he makes the little one that he smokes here. This is called what? Purito. Purito. And it is... A Purito, so you guys understand, say say, uh, you understand a Macanudo Ascot, for instance. These are machine-made type cigars, but not with Don Benigno. No. Completely, totally handmade. Yes. Todo uh, hecho a mano, no todo. El Purito. Todo hecho a mano. También totally handmade. También el Purito. And, and I was blown away by that uh, as I smoked a couple uh, with him that um, later on I found out it was totally handmade. And the, and the flavor of it, this is when they trim a cigar uh, to make it even, the, the little tips that are there is what's put into this little purito. And um, delicious. Really very good. Yeah, very, very good. And not what you would think of um, the other little cigars and tins and stuff yeah. that you see out there that is um, maybe low primes or something. This cigar tastes like the big cigar tastes like. But just a small, quick... Uh, una pregunta. Ah, ¿Cuántas personas hacen el purito? ¿Una sola persona? A veces dos. Generalmente una sola persona. A veces dos. It's one person only make puritos. One person. My God. And um, with um, 250,000 cigars and all the different sizes, you're talking such a small amount. This is truly, truly a boutique, boutique uh, yeah. worldwide boutique brand. Is it just the United States and Costa Rica, or are you, uh, is this available in Canada and different countries? Uh, we have Poland, Canada. Yeah? yeah. Uh, still coming from the same amount. Amount, yeah. That's there. Uh, is there a plan to uh, grow the business and more brands or anything like that? Tú piensas aumentar la producción? Pues depende de las posibilidades. De la demanda, de la suerte que tengamos en sus tiendas. If there's a demand, yeah. he will make more. More. And hire more people. Easy and... to win them us. Um, quickly, ah. the, uh, the, the, blend, the blend of cigars, does he share that information? Uh, ¿Tú quieres eh, decir lo que tienes en el tabaco? Pues sí. Algunas cositas, algunas cositas. Sí, sí cómo no. He's, he's going to tell you a little thing, just a few. Yeah, yeah. So he, he can be, listen, he's been here. This is the third day with him. I can't get the information from him yet, but uh, I just know that the uh, the wrapper, Brazilian Arapiaca on the Maduro version, um, what do we have on the natural, on the wrapper? Uh, it's the same filler for both cigars. Yeah. So, ¿qué tienes en uno de los tabacos? ¿Qué tiene? ¿De qué país? Pues, básicamente, Nicaragua, Santo Domingo. Indonesia y Ecuador en el caso de la capa clara. There we go. Okay. So uh, we're up against a break. Thank you so much for Thank the three days. Much. Please tell him uh, when we come Dice back, we have the top 10 knucklehead moves made by new cigar brand owners at the IPCPR. We got cigar news and rumors to share with you with Barry, and we'll get caught up in the mailbag. So uh, Don Benigno here live at Two Guys Smoke Shop in Seabrook, New Hampshire. We're going to take a break, and we're back with our number two in just minutes. Stick around, everybody. We're live from Two Guys Smoke Shop in Seabrook, New Hampshire. You're listening to the Cigar Authority. 
on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network. And when you're smoking your Benigno Natural, always remember, keep the lit end out of your mouth. We'll be right back, everybody, with our number two. Muchas gracias a ustedes por... You know, some football players today remind me of Cuban cigars. They're weaker, they talk too much, and they don't pack the same punch they used to. Take it from Mike Ditka, member of Camacho's Board of the Bold, and check out the new Camacho Corojo line of smokes. Built for the expert palate and fine-tuned for maximum flavor impact, consistency, and quality. In 1962, the U.S. signed the embargo, pronouncing all Cuban products illegal and un-American. For almost 50 years, the U.S. was without a comparable substitute. In 2011, the Cigar Agency releases Ortsak Bulletproof 1962, a Dominican handmade cigar designed to go head-to-head against Castro and his infamous cigars. Today, the Cigar Agency commissioned Hendrik Keltner's A-Team to bring you Ortsak Bulletproof. In the cigar world, the forbidden fruit is Castro's Cuban cigars. The fact is, the moment you light your first Cuban cigar is the moment you've been had. If you're looking for a cigar that delivers construction, draw and price, maybe this time you should try an Ortsak Bulletproof. With the introduction of Ortsak, everything Castro was now backwards. Ortsak is Castro spelled backwards. Ortsak is what you expect a good Cuban cigar to taste like. Only better. It is the cigar of the year. The new Ortsak Bulletproof 1962. Reigniting passion in the world of premium cigars and redefining who we are as cigar smokers and Americans. Castro hates Ortsak, but you will love them. All right, listen up. If you've been feeling stuck in life, unmotivated, procrastinating, and just flat-out frustrated with the same old results and routines, consider this your wake-up call. The fact of the matter is you control your destiny, not your boss, your company, the government, or anyone else outside of yourself. With responsibility comes power. My name is Chuck Morrison, owner and founder of MakingMountainsMove.com. Since 2009, I've been helping ordinary people from around the globe achieve extraordinary results. Authors, app developers, business owners, speakers, trainers, coaches, all just ordinary people until they plugged into the Triple M movement. Now it's your turn. This is about unleashing your legacy. If you've ever had that calling, that burning desire to raise your game and start living life at a higher level, the wait is finally over. End the frustration. Crush the procrastination. Say goodbye to fear, doubt, and worry forever. Check out the fastest growing movement inside the personal development industry. Check out Making Mountains Move. This is Jonathan Carney with the Florida Vancana. I'm J.R. Dominguez. This is John Hart. This is Victor Vitale. Hi, this is Pete Johnson. Steve Saka. Hi, this is Phil Zangi. This it's a little bit of shake is the Cigar Authority. Man, face. The authority on everything cigar. Shake it back. In. Yeah, you and out of the cigar industry. Do it. With your host. That's a lovely accent you have. David Garofalo. New Jersey. Austria. Austria. <laughs> well, then, good day, mate. Let's put another shrimp on my barbie. Mr. Jonathan. Dear Lord, baby Jesus, or as our brothers to the south call you, hey Zeus, we thank you so much for this bountiful harvest of Domino's, KFC, and the always delicious Taco Bell. Barry Stein. That's what I love about these high school girls. I get older, they stay the same age. (laughs) And Chuck Morrison. Is this your place? No, 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 no. No, I live with my mom. Oh, yeah. You hungry? Hey, Ma! We get some meatloaf! It's time to light them up. There's no smoking in here. It's time. Oh, it's all right, darling. I'm a volunteer fireman. For the Cigar Authority. Hey, shake and bake, Cal! Woo! Shake and bake! Do it. 
Shake and Bake. We're live at Two Guys Smoke Shop in Seabrook, New Hampshire. Welcome to our number two. And we got the top ten knucklehead moves made by new cigar brand owners from the IPCPR show. Gentleman Chuck Morrison is here getting debonair. And Mr. Jonathan's got old Fire Freddy in the aging room. We got some letters in the mailbag. Barry's got some news and rumors. Uh, and lots more. Welcome back, everybody, to the Cigar Authority. That's right. You're listening to the Cigar Authority, the only radio show in the U.S. and, yes, the world that is always broadcast on location this week in tax-free Seabrook, New Hampshire. And we're the only show that doesn't just allow smoking. We insist, we demand that you light up along with us because why? We really smoke on the show. Tune in at thecigarauthority.com where you can watch us live or catch the podcast on demand at any time. You simply find us on iTunes or YouTube where you can set it and forget it on both. And uh, for that last interview, you may need to download a um, translator on your iPhone because... Yeah, was that bad radio? I don't know that it was good radio. I don't know that it was bad, (laughs) but I'm not sure that it would be called good radio. Well, you didn't help a lot. Oh, he didn't passed it right over to you when I got nothing was in, uh, was pretty much what you did with the uh, this day in classic history, yep. which some people are calling a foul and think that this is rigged. We would not rig anything. Well, hang on a and second. And it is not hang rigged. Hang on a second. Yeah. We, meaning I, would not rig this. Barry and Dave, on the other not hand, at all. they spent some time together no. by themselves this week. True. Not, not true. So. Not true. Yeah. I don't know what's Absolutely going on. Not true. You, know, you, you know lose, what? you lose. Take it like a man. You know why you and I never won? A lot of times I defer to you since you have seniority. Big mistake. And I let you pick the answers. Big mistake. Right. Which goes to Obviously. prove. Obviously. Now to this way, man. this is it. This is it. I think you got somebody that is going head-to-head against you on every aspect of what you do. And I'm okay with it. I like it. And he's kicking your butt. <laughs> so it's time to step up or step out. Wow. I did, I did do that wow. once. You did. Don't tempt me. Wouldn't be your first time. Don't tempt me. I think next week we get you to push the pee across the floor or something <laughs> like that. <laughs> we'll get you to do something. So uh, it, very hard for me to talk with and, and try to well, get. Well, for starters, you barely speak English. So right. Getting the, getting the, uh, the point <laughs> across tough. to a guy who barely speaks English himself to a guy who speaks no English. We, we were Listen, doomed I, for failure. I got, some, I got some of the blend, and I've been trying this for, for two and a half days now to try to get it. And we, we got a little add on there, but very, very hard. And he's, he's such a nice guy, and I know he's saying nice things, and he's, he's petting me and all kinds of stuff. And he invited me to his casa to stay there and don't rent a car and take his car. And when you come up and, you know, spend a week, and he, he, has, he owns a hotel no so, kidding. Yeah, uh, from what I got, I mean, I could be way off, but I think I, that's the information of what I got. So he there. said La Hotella, and you figured that <laughs> yeah. he owns a hotel. But you notice, like, we, we say that we talk slower and louder to them when we want them to, to those understand. People. Right, to, to people that speak Spanish. <laughs> it's not offensive. So that they can understand what we're saying. And the amazing thing is, this is what he's been doing to me. Yes. It's the same thing back. I, I noticed that right away. And... It is ridiculous. It is him talking in Spanish slower and louder. Tu hablo I know Espanol. <laughs> nothing. I don't know what you're saying. <laughs> you can say it as slow and loud as you want. It's worse. It may be worse. When he gets so, all excited, he starts shaking you and just saying it way louder. But I'll tell you, he chain smokes. That's another thing. That I love little uh, preferito yeah, size there. He yeah. just pops them like they're Tic Tacs. Yeah. Um, 
what we didn't get into is, and he says aroma so many times, it must mean the same word. Hopefully, because uh, Kappa doesn't. Kappa is the cap. Kappa is not the cap. Kappa is the wrapper. Wrapper, right, the cap. Uh, he says Kappa, and I'm Kappa. like, oh, the cap. All right, I got you. And yeah, then yeah. he starts rolling, and I'm like, that's not the cap. But there is something to this cigar, and I've probably smoked the past three days, 20 of them, let's say. Easily. And there is something to it. And I say when I, when I smoke a cigar that you can actually, in the nose, I say I, yeah, yeah. I get it. This is what it is to me, but it's aroma. It, it tastes, a lot of the taste you get from it is from the smell. Well, a lot of it is, a lot of your taste is from the smell. So if you're smelling, say, a pear and you're eating an apple, your taste buds are going to switch and they're going to taste pear. Because the two are similar. Yeah. So the aroma takes over your taste, and that's what is part of the enjoyment of a Don Benigno cigar. It, it, there is something different going on here where the aroma is the taste of what it is, and I don't get it, and I'm learning it as because I smoke so many in a row, and I did smoke a cigar on the way in today that wasn't his cigar, just to try a cigar uh, <coughs> of something new that came in, and let me try something, and I did not get that at all. So it was... This is it. I'm going to put the cigar down. Uh, well, this was the Robusto. Yeah. And I never relit. Solid hour. Wow. And I got an hour out of it, no problem. And I still could go another 15 minutes. And we're going to go now to a Churchill. So um, th- this is going to be a couple hours. And uh, thank you for giving me the stick. <laughs> so awkward. <laughs> thank you. So man. awkward. Okay. This is the uh, Maduro version of it. It came out this year. It's new to them as much as he has the 25 different shapes of the cigar he has. This is the first time he actually changed the wrapper, and I got into this with him. This could be a contender for Cigar of the Year, then. It could. Mm. The amazing thing is he doesn't like it. What? He likes his regular one and didn't want to do this. And um, it's selling very well, as a matter of fact. It's Look at you. What? Wow. Cutting oh. a cigar. We haven't paid our well, bills yet. All right. Wow. Unbelievable. Here? What what uh, <laughs> what he he says is that his regular natural version just Don Benigno it's perfect as it is. That's right, and he didn't want to do this, but he did. I happen to like Arapiaca. I like to say it. I like what it tastes it's like, like. Saying salsa, people yeah. like to say salsa. They like to say it, and they like to say Arapiaca. So, uh, and anyway. they like to say Don Benigno. Right. You don't like to say yeah, it. Yeah, I like to. I like to say it correctly. But Benigno is his first name, and it's just not, you know, Jonathan or Barry or Chuck Benigno. Um, it's, a, it's a struggle. Yeah. Doesn't he, look like, wonder, doesn't he look like a barber? Wouldn't you think he was a barber? I think he looks a little bit like Saddam Hussein. Oh, no. wow. A little bit. A little bit. Yeah. A little bit. <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> He's small. Which Use an opinion. The fact, here the on fact the that authority. Uh, strictly those. <laughs> the of fact the, that, that Mr. Jonathan's <laughs> and no one else's. The fact that we're giving away uh, an AK-47 lighter when you buy three oh, is is a direct result of that. That was my idea. He went for an espresso next door, and he he doesn't speak English. And there's guys and they're getting coffee and they come right in the thing, and they I I said what they. Try to talk you into coming over here. He says no, but just looking at him, you knew something was going on here. I don't know if these guys were going to end up taking the place down or what they were going to do. And they see the AK-47s, the whole thing connected, and they bought a box. They did. They went. They came for coffee next door, and came into the cigar store and bought a box of it's cigars. That good. It's That's that pretty good. awesome. Yeah. Was, and that was the first first uh, customer of the day. 
So this is the Maduro version, our Piaca. Let's uh, cut the cigar. It's time to cut our cigar. The official cutting is brought to you by Perdomo Cigars. Perdomo is the brand that while all other cigar brands were raising their prices, Perdomo cut out the federal S-chip tax and actually lowered them. Perdomo Cigars, they stand for quality, tradition, and excellence. And uh, Every time. Yeah, every you want to just go ahead and light up your cigar before we talk about the lighter, too? or? <laughs> What's going on today? You're a little distracted. I'm, I'm distracted because I've been doing this bilingual thing all week. I can't wait to get back to, <laughs> to speaking the terrible uh, Queen's English that I've been. But That's see, what? I'm starting to pick up what he talks about. You're you're very good at reading body language and sign language. I have to give you credit for yeah? that. I do have to give you credit. And I thought I'd show off a little and say, I think I know what he said. So we're uh, lighting up with the Vertigo Bomber. It's a uh, chromed-out, blinged-out lighter with a big tank. It's got the fold-out bullet cutter at the bottom. Very cool lighter. Triple jet. For your best bang for your buck. And we talk about the $10 one, how great that is, and the $15 one. I'd say this one is your best bang for your buck because it seems like way more. Oh, yeah. $59. Show up at a a uh, high-falutin cigar dinner with this bad boy, and you're going to be rivaling someone with a DuPont. Big tank. It's got the bullet cutter at the bottom. Plus, when they run out of fuel, you still have plenty left. And you don't have to buy those ridiculous $30 tanks that some of the high-end DuPonts use. Oh, boy. You know, the green one, the gold one, the red one. They still do that? They still do it. They still do it. Um, Okay, so um, immediately different cigar. Yeah. Same exact blend. The only thing that changes is the wrapper. Dramatic difference. I got a sweetness that's happening here. Huh. You guys didn't get into any taste notes or anything. We were. Uh, I was nervous yeah. about the interview. I'm sorry. Yeah. I was a little distracted. And <laughs> but at least you were prepared for nothing. You had nothing to add. You were nervous because you were unprepared. Yeah, you were. You were nervous because you were overprepared. I had some stuff so I could end up get, getting through it, but. Very, very tough, and uh, I don't recommend it to anybody. I'm a professional, but don't do this at all. <laughs> He's home, not. Folks. He's not, not a professional. No, I am not at all. So, but I, what I was trying to be is gentlemanlike. Yeah, baby. When I was when I was talking to him, I tried to be as debonair as possible, so he'd feel comfortable and not bother. But because they get nervous when they're on it. But uh, being those more people. Be, those people being more gentlemanlike is our friend Chuck Morrison. Do you need a gentleman. Gentleman. I'm a gentleman. You need a gentleman? <laughs> you wouldn't want to call me gentleman. Ladies, fasten your seatbelts, switch on your electronic devices, and pop up the volume. You need a gentleman? And this is The Gentleman's Way. It's brought to you by Debonair Cigars and Rum. Debonair Cigars provide its clients with suspension of reality. Time spent smoking a debonair gentleman can never, no matter how hard you try, be subtracted from one's life. Why would Which you, is amazing. Why would you try to subtract time smoking from your life? Ever. Yeah, it doesn't even count. It doesn't it even make sense. Stops. Never do that. Yeah. Today, gentlemen, we're going to talk about bringing your animals into a cigar store and just letting them wander around aimlessly. Uh. Oh, no comment. (laughs) Maybe means no. True gentlemen, guys, are decisive in their decisions. In other words, if it's yes, say yes. If it's no, say no. 
It drives me insane when I see people out there with indecisiveness, behaviors, activities, and their decisions. Maybe I'll think about it. Listen, if you know the answer and it's a yes, come out and say it. Be gentlemen. You know, if it's a no, don't worry about hurting someone's feelings. Cut to the chase. Just cut to the chase. No, I can't do it. Rip I it off like a Band-Aid. <laughs> Rip it off Would like you like a to buy up a new brand? No. And they end up hating Mr. Jonathan when he says that. Because they try to go behind my back, and sometimes Dave says yes. If the guy picked him up at the airport one time five years ago, <laughs> and he says yes. Which makes him so angry. Makes me angry. Well, it's not gentleman-like, guys. You know, this segment is all about how to be better as a person, as a gentleman. And I believe, in my opinion, to really exhibit that, you got to be decisive. If it's yes, come out and say yes. If it's no, come out and say no. When you start wishy-washing around, again, being indecisive in your decisions and behaviors, it's just ungentlemanly. It is un-debonair. Would you agree? I agree. I agree. That's the way I like it, but I know some people don't like the the N-word. No. No. I like the N-word. Yeah. I'm a big fan of the N-word. Negative no. So maybe means no. Don't even go there. Be decisive. Be debonair. The question always is, gentlemen, are you debonair enough? Yeah, I got that one down pat. Yeah, we do. Yes, you do. And that's uh, as he took the job on as the buyer. I let him know well in advance this is where the problem arises, and you will not be liked if you use that word. And he said, I have no problem with it. I'm already not liked. Right. And uh, people meet me for five minutes. Some people like to be liked. I like to be liked. I want to be liked. Yeah. But when you you say no, they don't like it. It's not that I don't like to be liked. I like to be liked. I'm a human, but I don't like I don't don't like to be liked so much that I'm willing to sacrifice the the duties that I have here as a buyer. I've got a responsibility, and that's to keep you in check. There we go. So somebody's trying to keep us in check with um, um, the mailbag. They, they, they go. They're continuing to go back to the same thing. It is. It is. Uh, they, it is interesting, and I they, do apologize they, to Arthur Pappas for our late reading of this. This came in uh, way earlier. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Uh, well, this is going on, but anyway. Uh, so Arthur writes, "Hey guys, was watching the July twelfth episode." Where you were talking about the cigar rule about not smoking cigars in a shop. So it wasn't that, that long ago. What was it, two there. weeks ago? Uh, maybe four weeks yeah. ago. Which I absolutely 100% agree with. The question that came to mind is what would you do if a group of about five guys came in, four are smoking cigars from said shop, but one douchebag brought in does one she, from somewhere else? You say the D word? Right there. All right, there it is. And that, by the way, is allowed on the radio. I looked it up All before right. I read this. Uh, I'm guessing that in such a situation, you put up with the one DB in the group because uh, the others bought their cigars. Do you agree? Does the answer change depending on the number of DBs or the ratio of DB to sensible people? Mm. I'm interested to hear your thoughts. Well, I'm going to go back to uh, Chuck Morrison. What he just said is uh, be decisive. Yeah. And the decision is the decision. Have you and made your decision for Christ? The answer is no. Yep. This is the rule, and it's not because there's five of you. So, oh, no, no. Jeez, if, if you had six, then it would be okay. The magic number is six. No, you don't do it because it's not, it's not gentlemanlike and it's not right no. to smoke other people's cigars in a guy's business. It's not all right to eat food in somebody else's restaurant that you got from somewhere else or drink alcohol that you got from somewhere else in somebody else's thing. It's not right. It's not. 
And there is, there is some, I mean, you can't tell me that out of 1,100 open boxes, there isn't something that you could smoke and enjoy while you're in the shop. I don't want to hear, oh, he does, I only smoke La Flor Dominicana, and you don't have the exact size or brand of uh, line of La Flor Dominicana. You could find something in LFD to smoke if LFD is your brand and come in. And we got something for everybody here. Yeah. People just don't get it or don't, don't want that to be the rule, but that is rule number one of the top ten. That is rule number one. Um, and any uh, anything uh, unlike that is wrong, and that's all there is to it. And I'm going to stick to it. Wrong is I'm wrong. I'm going to be decisive. Yeah. I'm going to stick to it, and I'm not breaking down. I know you want me to break down, and you, everybody throwing these little loopholes in here and say this is what it is. It's nothing but a loophole. Five years come in. What's the magic number of what it is? wrong if a hundred of you came in right and the 99th guy tries to smoke something from another shop it's still wrong. no i wonder if at that point they say then we're all gonna leave good okay so we're gonna we want to to change your way of uh the way you feel i even believe that the guy you have you have a nicer cigar shop owner than than uh we have here and the guy lets you do it Believe me, the guy is very bothered by it. Believe me. He's just too nice to say he doesn't like it and you're taking advantage of him. And if he truly is the guy that says, uh, no, I'm okay with it, then you're taking advantage of the stupid. Mm. And that's not nice either. It's not. So there's no way around it. That's it. You don't do it. Period. End of end of story. Let's not bring this up anymore until the next time we bring it up. It aggravates me. It, it annoys me, and it aggravates me. In that so, case, you feel free to bring it up. I like when he's aggravated and, and put out. You should do. So uh, let's get a little laugh going. <clears throat> Is this going to aggravate me? Probably. <laughs> I was just going to say. Okay. It's time to go into the aging room with our friend Old Fart Freddy. It's time to step into the aging room. Sometimes... Aging makes a great cigar even better, just like Aging Room cigars. They're made in small batches from rare and limited 100% Dominican tobaccos. And here in our Aging Room is Old Fart Freddy. In my day, the kiddos learned how to read with the Fun with Dick and Jane series because the books reflected the makeup of your typical American family. Nowadays, we have a different makeup of families, so books may need to have a makeover. To Jane and Jill went up a hill, uh, fun with Dick and Richard the Fabulous. In my day, all anyone talked about was going to the moon. Nowadays, science has made some serious leaps. In fact, I hear that NASA is beginning to look into the ring of debris around Uranus. In my day, we hunted beaver. Although the meat was very gamey, the pelt could be used as cash as long as you aged the stank out of it. We would air out our beavers on the front porch for days and then go shopping with our stank-free money pelts. Nowadays, beavers are endangered species and cannot be hunted. Society has traded the money pelts for the money belts. We were less than fabulous dicks that hunted stank beaver who left Uranus alone. Sometimes, aging makes a great cigar even better. (laughs) Just like aging rum cigars. Made in small batches from rare and limited 100% Dominican tobacco. Try aging rum cigars from boutique blends. Some things... Are better aged. Some are not. Here it comes. Wow, that beaver's got a lot of hair on it. It's got to be vintage, right? <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow, that's right. <laughs> An aging room, the number one cigar in the free world, and they're allowing this type of... Allowing? Rafael Liddell said, Mr. Jonathan, I don't think you and Freddie are pushing it far enough. No way. I, my hand to God. 
Oh, my God. So, You're an atheist, aren't you? Yeah, I think, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think it's a mistake for him, although we're going to take the uh, advertising. We're going to keep it going, but I think it's a mistake for him. But there's a lot of mistakes that go on in the cigar world, and we see it at the trade show all the time when new cigar manufacturers come out and they make some blunders, knucklehead moves. Frank Herrera from um, Cigar Law Cigar Law has come up with a list of knucklehead moves that he saw at the trade show, and uh, we're taking it, and we'll give him credit for it, but it's very interesting, hmm. and uh, I know there's a lot of cigar manufacturers that listen to it, or people that are ready to get into the cigar business, maybe consumers. I think I'm going to get in the cigar business. You may want to pay attention to what Barry has to say here. Well, I'm the one reading this? Yeah. Okay. That's why you're holding it. I thought it was, you know, a cheat sheet, so I know what we're talking about. <laughs> Anyway, uh, they're not in numerical order, I guess, but the listing, the first thing is uh, they don't effectively research their brand names before launching, which leads to a weak brand and future trademark disputes. Absolutely true. Uh, It's happened to me many times that people take my trademark away. Every single trade show, the first day people have their cigars out, the next thing you know, the cigars are taken down. It's so easy nowadays. You can Google this thing and find these cigar brands that are there, but it happens every year over and over. People say every single name's been used. Are you kidding me? It's not even close. It's easy enough. Just do a little research. But this still happens to major manufacturers, too, when we had John Carney on with yes. switching a Capitulo dose. Right, yeah. right. So this continues to happen. So if you've got to come out with a brand, do a little research before you put all the money into the bands and all that. Listen, it's not listen, cheap. And don't wait for the, for the uh, printer to do the thing for you. He's happy to print it a second time for you and charge you for that, too. So it's going to cost you money. It's going to cost and, – and Frank's a lawyer. He probably likes it, too. He keeps keep himself busy. But he's telling you he's doing the debonair thing and saying, do a little research before you do uh, – you make this mistake that continues to be made over and over. Second thing listed is that they believe social media accounts for a large percentage of the customer base or potential customer base. I think it's growing. I think it's a growing thing, but p- pretty much the people that are on that continue to uh, brand switch, and the next guy gets on, and um, especially when it comes to the fuller-bodied uh, micro brands, that customer brand switch is constantly. So, so constantly. What's the next thing that's being talked about? To build a brand and to, to count on that, you're, you're one and done. You're going to be out it's of It's a nonstop quick. Biggest Richard contest when it comes to full-bodied cigars, who can smoke the fullest and who's making the fullest-bodied stuff. Social media can get you some brand recognition, but it is not going to launch the brand for you. you still got to do what we call the Rocky Patel and the Nick Perdomo. you got to hit the ground running. you got to work the stores. you got to build the brand yeah. one cigar smoker at a time, yeah, it, face-to-face. We're, we're seeing this with Omar DeFrias mm. uh, that's really rocking his Fatello brand right now because he's gone, he went old school, man. He's on the road hitting it hard, and we're seeing this guy really grow. Uh, he's hitting social media too. I mean, he's doing every while he's while he's there. He's he's adding to it. But just to sit back in social media and think uh, this is going to do it. Period is not the answer. I think. I agree. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I can't think of one brand that's strictly made it through social media. Yeah. I mean, there are some brands who have recognition through it, but yeah. they haven't hit the home run yet sure. because of it. Next item is they open too many stores too quickly and are soon unable to provide the first stores with the stock. When they need the stock. Yeah. This in turn causes them to lose the support of the first few stores that picked up the brand and sets them up to be as an unreliable and sketchy company. I have uh, gone to manufacturers over the years, 
and ask them at a trade show. Uh, I'm willing to take it on. We have three pretty high-volume stores. Can you keep me um, flush with this brand? Are you going to be able to continue to supply me? The answer is always yes, yes, yes. Don't worry about it. I've learned a lesson from that because they can't. And what happens at that point is I get customers on the brand. I don't have it to supply. And at that point, my customer leaves me because of the manufacturer. It's dangerous. <laughs> and then they have to go leave my store and, and go to my competitors, which I don't want them to leave me. But they go to my competitors not because I did anything wrong. It's because the manufacturer is not able to supply me because he opened too many people. You have to have a slow growth. For your own safety, own safety manufacturers, if you grow too fast, um, you're, in, you're in for big trouble. And uh, Hammer and Sickle is a great example of doing it the right way. Months and months and months ago, they doubled their production well in advance of the trade show, anticipating what was going to happen. the orders. Right. And they got right up to where they needed to be, and they were re- they were only a few accounts away from just shutting it down and saying we're not signing up any more accounts because sure we're right there. Yeah. Mm. Yep. Okay. Desperate to open up new stores, they soon discover that they are chasing delinquent accounts. Yeah. Got to do your research there. Mm-hmm. I hear a lot of that. That the accounts receivable departments of some manufacturers are right now really hurting them, and. Um, by making these mistakes and opening up people with, you know, oh, I met the guy at the show. He seemed like a reputable guy. Guy can't pay his bills means you don't get paid. Next thing you know, if you don't get paid, you can't pay your bills. And you go down because of uh, bad cigar shop owners that can't uh, pay their bills. So it's, it's a slippery slope and a uh, uh, continuing thing that keeps going on. So be careful of that for sure. Especially with the economy issues that we were just going through that we seem to be getting out of a little bit. At least from my opinion. That's what they say. Um, They think that attending the IPCPR for the first time, second time, third time, or even the fourth time will result in a tsunami wave of product orders and instantaneous fame. How many did it take Rafael Nadell? Ten years. Ten years of going to the trade show. Wow. And he hits the road every single day, man. He's a hard worker. And we've said that over the years to him. An overnight sensation in the cigar business is ten years. Mm -hmm. That's how long it takes. And that's overnight. Oh, my God, the guy ended up making it. We saw this with Alec Bradley also. You see this with Rafael Nadell. And every single one of them, it's so odd when somebody comes out of the gate and does it. It's happened, but, I mean, you better have a horseshoe up your butt to pull that (laughs) off. (laughs) Next item is they believe that cigar aficionado will care about them or soon will. Not going to happen unless you're you're, uh, writing checks. No one cares. Yeah, they're they're a for-profit company. Uh, Again, those oddities have happened. Um, it happened with Ernesto Carrillo uh, with Gloria Cubana in 1992 that um, we carried the brand before Cigar Aficionado came out, and it certainly launched them, and there's been a few that, that that's happened. But, you know, that's like getting um, a, a, an actor uh, being at the malt shop and somebody finds them and turns them into a movie star. I mean, it's so far and few between. Hard work. Hard work and time is what it takes. One thing that people don't realize is aficionado, you have to be in X amount of stores for them to even consider rating the cigar. Right. 100% not true, but no, that's what they say. Okay. Working in the industry, I can tell you it's 100% true. Really? Because the Cohiba Bahique is in 200 shops in the United States? Not that in the got... United States, worldwide. Oh, 
You know, they've raided a lot of uh, uh, limited releases. Let's take Viaje, for instance, okay. where they gave the number two cigar of the year. It came out one time at a handful of cigar shops, and it became the number two cigar of the year. And the thing was once was in 50 stores, once and never again. Okay, see, when we would submit cigars for review, they would want to know if it was in 250 I, I stores. I understand that's so, what they say, but yep. they don't practice what they preach. Gotcha. Um, they have no idea what the price and flavor profile sweet spot should be in the competitive marketplace. Mm. And uh, that being said, um, there's a spot for everybody, and nobody would go into the full, fuller-bodied stuff. And then when people did, uh, it ended up being a, uh, a sweet spot for them. It, it, it's them looking in advance of it. You don't want to be with, listen, a sweet spot is uh, 6 $7 mild cigars. You get in there, everybody's in there. That's right. very tough. The micro brands that ended up making it is the ones that said, okay, I'm going to $10, and I'm going to fuller-bodied cigars. And they, it wasn't a sweet spot. They found the life in, in, a, in a place that uh, the bigger guys weren't. Right. They badmouth others in the industry, not realizing that this is a small industry with a wicked karma backlash. Yeah. Karma's a bitch. Never a good idea talking bad about your competitors in any business, sure. anything, as a retailer, as a uh, flower shop. It doesn't matter what you are. Never a good idea. Uh, it just shows uh, no class, and it's it's not, not debonair, is it? No. It's not. No. Not at all. I was sitting in Miami. I heard many a horror stories. Mm. They hire knuckleheads as sales representatives that do more harm to their brand than good. Yeah, absolutely. When it comes to brokers and things like that, that a broker can take your brand down. Uh, Hopefully, as a manufacturer that takes on a company person, he's touting the company line and works for the company. That's who pays him, and he should give it everything to him. But we've seen over the years, we got stories we, we can't see tell. weekly. Yeah, yeah. Bad stuff. And last but not least, to those with their own, without their own production system, they pay too much for their product from their factory of choice. Well, and even to add to that, you have companies out there that do not produce cigars, and they go to that company that doesn't even make cigars and have them make a cigar, which they go to another person, and you're talking, by the time it gets to the end user, you got four people making profit from this, and the cigar is overpriced. Mm-hmm. So, you know, go to the factory that makes, you know, if you don't have a factory yourself, at least be one person in between and go to the factory. Going to somebody who doesn't have a factory is just adding another tear on top of it. So Frank Herrera, he knows his stuff. He's been through it, and he know, deals with a lot of different uh, um, cigar manufacturers who run into problems all the time. He's their attorney. Are you guys familiar with Crazins? Yes. You've no. had Crazins? I have. Natural Crazins, not the ones with sugar on them or anything, just a natural Crazin. If they have sugar on them or not. I'm going to read the ingredients. So I don't you even got, know what a craisin is. A craisin is a raisin made out of cranberries. Okay. So I'm getting a little bit of craisin, but now you go to make cranberry sauce and you get the cinnamon stick and it sits in the cranberry sauce and it gets all happy for the couple of hours it takes you to make the sauce. Then you put it in the fridge and the, the cranberry sauce absorbs all that cinnamon. You take the cinnamon stick out. And you put that in your mouth. So the cinnamon has softened dramatically from the stick. And you got the essence of the craisin going on. And that is Benigno Maduro. This flavor of the week is brought to you by Mr. Jonathan's Shark Review on the CigarAuthority.com. The winning review in advance. <laughs> I think you're crazy. It's not crazy. I'm back. You're crazy. I'm back, baby. I'm back. <laughs> 
Wow. <clears throat> I got some spice. I got a little zip, and, you know, I can see the cinnamon type of thing. For me, it's very floral. Hmm. Well, aromatic, which is what he uh, tries to do. It's Crazen-esque is what it is. Yeah. It's Crazen-esque. Maybe crazy. Hundred <laughs> percent crazy. Crazy. All right, we're gonna we're gonna go to break. When we come back, we're gonna take a peek into the asylum for more crazy, insane news. And we have news from Barry. Inside news that he's gonna talk about. And, uh, and more he's rumors. He's gonna tell you about the dispeller rumor from. Oh, all right. All right, and we're gonna uh, talk about his hundred point review. He's only done it twice. This is only the second time that's ever happened. So that and more. Stick around, everybody. The last segment coming up in just minutes. We're live from Two Guys Smoke Shop in Seabrook, New Hampshire. You're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network. I'd like to file a missing persons report. I've lost my one true love. All right, what does she look like? She is like no other. Her skin, dark, simply gorgeous. Not slender, but firm to the touch. Well, we'll do everything we can for you, sir. The night we met over a fine scotch, it was love at first sight. Details, I need details, sir. Well, she's about five and a half inches tall. You mean five feet tall? No, inches. Oh, she's a mid, a dwarf, uh, a little person. No. She's a cigar. Ah, right, sir. Is she a Fleur de Lorraine cigar? The cigar that men around the world are falling in love with? Yes. Oh, I've seen this before. Louie! Yeah? Uh, get him a Fleur de Lorraine cigar and a list of United Cigar retailers to carry it. Fleur de Lorraine cigars. Simply gorgeous. Available only at appointed United Cigar retailers across the country. Fleur de Lorraine. Stop missing out. Mr. Jonathan, a shadowed figure spinning tunes on records that do not exist. Mr. Jonathan, a young cigar smoker on a crusade to champion the oldies, top 40, and yes, even country, with a host of DJs that operate above the mix. Mr. Jonathan is my dance instructor. Mr. Jonathan is my DJ. Mr. Jonathan is me. Mr. Jonathan is my DJ.com. Your one-stop shop for everything DJ and sound production. Mr. Jonathan is my DJ.com. He reads the dictionary just for fun. He finds the minutiae of tax preparation enthralling. Years ago, at an open mic night, he was paid just to leave. He is the only man to win a staring contest with the Statue of Liberty. He is so uninteresting to women, he was forced to open a cigar shop to sell to men. He's not even a legend in his own mind. He finds himself boring. His family barely pays attention to him, and his mother refers to him as, Hey, you. He is David Garofalo, the least interesting man in the cigar world. Not since Zeno Davidoff has a cigar retailer had a brand named after him. The man himself may be a bore, but the cigar isn't. 
Garofalo is a premium handmade luxury cigar using U.S. shade wrapper and a blend of Nicaraguan fillers and binder. Complex and very interesting. Garofalo may be the most interesting cigar in the world. It once won a longest ash contest without even being lit. You don't light a Garofalo. It lights you. Its flavor expands on your palate faster than the universe. It has been said that this cigar would be phenomenal as a Maduro, except it's perfect as it is. I always smoke cigars, and when I do, I prefer Garofalo. Keep smoking Garofalo, my friends. Hey, Jack, I finally found a cigar magazine that I like. Really? What's it called? Cigar Journal. What's so great about Cigar Journal? Is it really different from the other magazines? It is. Cigar Journal is all about cigars. None of the nonsense you see in other magazines. Really? Yeah, it has stories, reviews, and the latest news about premium cigars. Is it a little newsletter? No, I think you'll be very impressed. Cigar Journal has beautiful images, a thick cover, and is strictly for the cigar enthusiast. They cover cigars in the U.S. and around the world and is printed right here in the USA. That sounds interesting. Where can I buy it? Cigar Journal is available at local cigar retailers and on the web at www www.cigarjournal.co That's cigarjournal.co I'll sign up today. Hey, this is cigar smoking citizen Steve Saka, and you're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network. And we're back live. We got the Don Benigno cigar event here at Two Guys Smoke Shop in Seabrook, New Hampshire. Notice he pops his ears up. He knows his name. Yeah. People know their <laughs> Just name. Just for the record, that's something you don't see very often. Great Dane. Balls on a dog. <laughs> Just pointing that out. Yes, you would point that out. Um, you just don't see it often. Speaking of pointing out, Barry pointed out a 100-point review. It's only been done twice. How many years have you been reviewing cigars, Barry? Since 1998. Okay, so we've got a lot of years here. And before this week, you only had one cigar have a 100-point review, which was? On my previous website, it was a Padron 1964 Principe Natural. In the natural, too. I love the Principe. Uh, but in the natural, it gets a 100-point review. You like a smaller cigar like that anyway? I prefer them that way. Yeah. Size does matter, Barry. So well, I keep telling that matter. to ladies, but it doesn't work. It doesn't work. And uh, so we have a uh, second. So uh, what a great group to be in with, with Padron. And what, what is it? It's the uh, Adabe, uh, what is it, Brew House? Brew House, yeah. Brew House. Wow. Uh, nice. I smoked it for the first time when you invited me up to New Hampshire to talk about me becoming a part of the Cigar oh, yeah. Authority. Fell in love with it. I said, you know what? I need an excuse to smoke another one because they're, you know, a little pricey. Yeah. Definitely worth every penny. So I took one off the shelf to smoke, reviewed it. There's nothing a fault with the cigar. Yeah, it is yeah. the perfect cigar. And here's the thing about specifically that size. I was Which talking, is what, the medium size? That's the medium size, the yeah. Brujos. I was talking with Nelson, and I said, Nelson, to me and my palate, the middle size of the Atabay is the best one. And he said, that's because that's the first one I did. He blended the cigar to be the Brujos. Okay. And then when he made the Delirios, the blend had to change a little bit. And when he made the Divinos, the smaller size, the blend had to change a little bit. But he blended it to be Brujos. So that's the one. That's the one. I want to go to the bigger one because I want more of it. The smaller one leaves me wanting more because it ends so quick. But uh, 
The middle one is just right. I probably don't go to that very often. I go to the larger one only because I want more. You're going to have to revisit that this week. I will, especially after getting it a 100-point hundred, hundred review. It is the one. The thing it, about that cigar, it was so incredibly Cuban-esque. Yeah. I mean, the notes, the, the draw, the burn, it was just truly a perfect smoking experience. Well, I know the guy from Reddit just did a review. He did. Huge, 98 Derek, maybe. Yeah. Wow. Um, the guys from... Um, Coop had done one where he gave it a 95. Yeah. Last, I think it was last year. Um, after I put up my review, I researched it, and it scored high. Basically, everybody who smoked it has given it a very yeah, high Yeah, yeah. So you got Federation. I but know, I just disagree with all of them. They scored it too low. Too low. Too low. At 95, 98, yeah. it's 100. It's 100. 100 uh, percent. I it, might it, even have to rethink my Padron review because... This being 100, I'm not so sure that Padron is 100 anymore. Wow. You're a tough reviewer, too, man. Oh, you're a pain in the ass. Yeah. That's what you are. <laughs> you, some things you, you know, oh, my God, it's, it's, it's tough on us anyway. But we're, we're letting you go. I mean, we're letting you do, do your thing. Doesn't mean the, you're not going to get strangled one of these nights in your sleep when I yeah. figure out where you live. So the, the, the review, Barry, he's nice enough to actually attach his name to the review so that I, w- I don't want you to think some of the reviews that don't get all that great of a rating. That's what I think. That's what he thinks. And everybody's uh, opinion is. Uh, and like their backside. Right. Everyone has one. Here we go. So uh, let's take a look at uh, social media right now. Brought to you by the cigar that was built on social media, Recluse Cigars. Here are the best tweets of the week. That's right. It's time for the social media segment brought to you by Recluse Cigars, the cigar that was built on social media. That's what I said. All Recluse Cigars go through eight fermentation cycles over the course of two full years to guarantee you balanced flavor. Try a Recluse Cigar today. If you don't want me to say it a second time, you've got to not say it or take it off the copy. Those are the two things you've got to okay, do. Okay, Ron Burgundy. <laughs> all right. These are the best tweets I saw all week. I would rather lay there and accept death than to try to get out of a hammock while someone is watching me. I agree with that. I knew you oh would. Oh, my God. How bad is that? Judging from the smiles here in Seabrook, they should start putting the fluoride in the meth instead of the water. Yeah. <laughs> I love accounting, says every Italian guy who loves to count. <laughs> oh, I get it. I get it. Okay. All right. I resemble I, that remark. Yeah, you do. <laughs> I want to be the reason you look down and smile. And then walk straight into a pole. <laughs> Nothing? Yeah. Denial, anger, bargaining, depression, acceptance. The five stages of waking up. That was the best tweet I saw oh, That was the best week. one, huh? That was it. <laughs> and today's social media was brought to you by Recluse Cigars. Rolled N2 bar the old Cuban way for an effortless and perfect draw every, every time. time. Here we go. Okay, funny tweets. And they're piling up. The tweets are coming in. And Barry's got some inside news. This is cigar rumors and news. And that's what he's going to do in the segment each week. What do you got, Barry? All right. This week, United Cigar Retailers announced the release of a limited edition Great White to coincide with Shock Week. The cigar features a Brazilian Maduro wrapper and is sold in 10-count trays. Um, I believe show sponsor Two Guys Smoke Shop will have them. Villa Cigars named Shauna Williams the vice president of sales this week right after IPCPR. Ms. Williams will oversee sales in North America. Cohiba Cigars is coming out with a Nicaraguan blend that was introduced at IPCPR, which now means there is a Cuban Cohiba, Dominican Cohiba, and Nicaraguan Cohiba. They're all copying on the, um, the success of 
Davidoff's Nicaragua. Mm. This industry is such copycats. It's unbelievable. Yeah, they're afraid someone's going to get a little extra market share on it, and they're trying to jump on the bandwagon. I'm going to say it's going to be a total failure. I predict that you are correct. Yeah, we'll see what happens. And I don't like agreeing with you. Although the name, the name Cohiba, it's strong, but we'll see what happens. Cigar Insider recently polled Nation's top tobacconists, and the result came in with over 60% of retailers saying Padron Cigars is the best-selling cigar. The company is releasing the 50th anniversary humidor, lighter, ashtray, and cigar is expected to ship in December. All made by Nelson Alfonso, who's uh, the one that did the Atabay thing. Um, we p- participate in their review each time uh, since, since the inception of yeah. uh, Cigar Insider and Cigar Aficionado doing that. They are wrong. Because it obviously, as much as I like Padron, is not the number one seller because Padron does about 8 million cigars a year. All you have to do is look at, um, let's take a, um, a cigar like Macanudo Baron de Rothschild. They make 9 million Macanudo Baron de Rothschild, just that size. Um, we're not saying it is the best selling, the best cigar, but it is the better seller. Yeah. So they're wrong, and they know they're wrong, but they continue to do this uh, over and over. But anyway. Rocky Patel testified this week in Congress at a hearing before the Senate Finance Committee. While the majority of the meeting pertained to the closing of the tax loophole between pipe tobacco and roll-your-own tobacco, Rocky Patel was asked if he had any objections to changing the definition from scratch to, of cigars, to which he replied that he did not have a problem with that. And the head of the committee was interested to talk to him behind closed doors about his ideas. Absolutely. And thank you, Rocky, for doing that. I've been to Washington, D.C. many times, and Rocky is fearless. He goes there all the time. He's unbelievable. And uh, he works very hard for all of us. Um, I want to bring up, I don't know if you're going to get to any of this, but it's a perfect time to say it. We are just seven days away from being able to say anything to the FDA. Please, please go on CigarRights.org or in in the case of um, the J.C. Newman folks that have a 152-year-old factory that could be shut down because of it, please go on to their site. Do you know what their site is? Save. SaveCigarCity.com. Yeah. SaveCigarCity.com. Please, I folks, did that on my phone this week. Seven you can days do it right away. on your phone. And we're a week away, and I don't know if you're hearing the show live. If you're hearing it live, you have seven days. If you're hearing it during the week... Next Saturday, it's over. It's over. Yeah. So nothing but over crying. as far as being able to comment. You got to get your comments in because the more comments that go in, the longer it takes them to read, and hopefully slow them down through that least. time. They can come to their senses, and maybe you know you'll say something uh, as a consumer that maybe uh, will. If you're you not know. a cigar smoker and you listen to the show, and I know there's a lot of you out there, you should be fighting for cigar smokers' rights because they're coming after whatever you like next. Yeah. Please don't think that you're safe. The one thing they have to do is they have to respond to each and every comment submitted. So the more comments there are, the longer it will take them to respond. Yeah. Oh, so they have to do their job. They have to do their job. That's why there was a there was an attempt to ban menthol cigarettes. Yeah. But there were so many comments that they never got around to responding to them, and menthol cigarettes remain. Well, the, so we have to do the yeah. same thing with cigars. It's very yeah. very so, hard with cigars because there's not that many cigar mm-hmm. smokers to do it. So we're counting on you. Mm-hmm. Please help. You know, we sent an email out this week on, on the Two Guys Smoke Shop email, and uh, we said we need your help. 
That was our email. It was actually the most click-through and action-packed yes. thing. And I can't thank you enough to our customers uh, who actually took action and stuff. Thank you so much. Now we're asking the people on the Cigar Authority. You listen to the show. You obviously like cigars. I know there's, there's a, some out there, like you say, that don't, don't even smoke cigars and listen to this. You're a dry cleaner, for example. Yeah, ridiculous. But um, if you... If you if, you know, we're asking for your help. Please, this, this seven days or less, depending on when you're listening to this, this is it. It's over after this point. And I know there's S-chip taxes and there's things in cities and states. This is the biggest one ever. This is FDA, Food and Drug Administration, going to dictate. And it doesn't matter what the politicians say or anything at this point. They control it completely at that point, and they will dictate where you're going to buy your cigars, what you can look at, how much you're going to pay for them, everything is on the line. This is the biggest one ever. The folks at Drew Estates, I've talked with them also, they're in for a run for their life. Yes, they are. You want to save these folks? They'll be out of business. And what, what Save happens, them. What happens just, for example, I see a guy with a Harley jacket on when they decide they're going to go after motorcycles because they're less safe than cars. Yeah. That's the next that, thing that could be the on the it. chopping block. Right. You're opening the door to allow this because there's nothing wrong with the product. They work for us, not the other way around. Yeah. yeah. It's not a dictatorship. So Let say me. it. Be gentlemanlike when you do it. You don't have to be mean or something. But go on there and literally two minutes. That's what I'm asking for, two minutes. We do two hours a week. It's been four and a half years of it, and we're telling you about cigars, and maybe you find a little enjoyment of it. I'm asking you for two minutes. Let me ask you this, guys. Is there, as, as, a, as a voice, kind of as reason, as an authority, is there a singular message that you would like folks to communicate in unison, like one core theme maybe that you think should be communicated? One of the biggest things that bothers me is that saying a premium cigar is $10 or more. I don't think price has anything to do with it at all. Price has nothing to do with it. Um, cigars are different than other tobacco products. They're lumping us not only with other tobacco products, but lumping us with electronic cigarettes and everything. We're different. It's great that they ended up saying that to Rocky. I hope they meant it. Please define what this is. It's different than what you think. They're ignorant. That's all. So there's, there's so much of it anyway. Go ahead, Barry. Well, this was the next item I had. All so right. the deadline is August 8th, and when I post the show live to the thecigarauthority.com, there will be a link for you to go where you can leave your comments. All right. So you, if you're hearing this after the fact, um, go right on the thecigarauthority.com, leave your comments. Seven days left. It's, it's just about over. At that point, we're going to sit and wait for the deeming regulation to happen, and it's going to be doomsday. So this is it. This week, Clemson University announced a smoking ban on their campuses, and unlike other universities, they did so without a vote. Ugh. <laughs> Norwegian cool, Norwegian Porky Pig School of Speech strikes again. Norwegian school. No, uh, Norwegian cruises. cruise lines yeah, yeah, joins yeah. a list of cruise ships to ban smoking on all decks of their ship. Good. Don't go to them. That's all. <laughs> And uh, vote, with your, vote with your wallet. That's all. Yeah. And Grace Sotolongo has left CLE effective immediately. The news came out Thursday, and uh, Grace was the face behind the brand Hechicera, but the brand will remain with CLE, who owns the trademark. Now she has jumped ship. Uh, you she know, year after Garcia before yeah. that, and now one year later she jumped ship with the Christian Aroa. Mm-hmm. Her resume is not looking good. I don't know what's going on there. Uh, I, I don't know her well enough to ask the question, but uh, something's up, and uh, we'll, we'll see what ends up happening. Does she have another life after this? We'll see. 
Last week we reported a rumor about Pete Johnson heading to General Cigars. Yes. Turns out this was a joke. On the first day of the trade show at their sales meeting, Pete told his reps that he sold to General before letting them on on the fact that it was a joke. Wow. Ah. So it was, he did say it. It came out of his mouth. So uh, we did hear because it was it was good source yep. that that came from. So it, it truly happened, but it's not true. Not true. So and that's I'm happy, this I'm ha- And I'm happy to hear, hear that anyway. Mm-hmm. So uh, we have some more news. It's time to take a peek into some crazy news. <laughs> into the asylum. Let's, let's see what it's all about. They're coming to take me away, ha-ha. They're coming to take me away, ho-ho, hee-hee, ha-ha. To the funny farm where life is beautiful all the time. And I'll be happy to see those nice young men in their clean white coats. And they're coming to take me away, ha-ha. It's time for news from the Insane Asylum. Odd and sometimes historic news and stories too insane to be true. But they are brought to you by Asylum Cigars. Take no prisoners. Truly flavorful, medium-bodied cigars with sizes ranging from 4x44 to the absolutely insane 6x80. That's right. That's Asylum. In the space of 24 hours last week, two spectacular rescue operations were carried out in southern Germany. Both involved men who had become trapped deep inside cave-like structures and had a large team working to set them free. But if explorer Johann Westhauser is expected to soon tell the world how he got trapped inside Germany's deepest cave, an anonymous exchange student might prefer to keep quiet about the story of how he got into a tight spot. On Friday afternoon, a young American in Tübingen had to be rescued by 22 firefighters after getting trapped inside a giant sculpture of a vagina. According to the sculptor, the 32-ton sculpture made out of red Veronese marble is meant to signify the gateway to the world. Police confirmed that the firefighters turned midwives delivered the student by hand and without the application of any tools that's insane. That's one giant vagina. <laughs> That's Asylum. Brought to you by Asylum Cigars. Take no prisoners. Truly flavorful, medium-bodied cigars with sizes ranging from 4x44 to the insane 6x80. That's insane. That's Asylum. Where do you find this? Always happens right in front of Pastor Padron, too. He's standing there staring at me, saying a couple extra Hail Marys on my behalf, I'm sure. I think he just says, I want to use the word vagina, and I'll make up a story around that to use it. Hey, you can Google it, man. I think from now on, you need to print out proof of these stories. Yeah, you make this stuff up. How could I possibly make that up? (laughs) Veronese marble, really? We got good news and bad news for next week. Barry, I'm sorry to say. My heart's broken. We have been canceled for uh, next week's show live from the North End, Boston's Italian Feast. Uh, Madonna della Cava that we were at last year. It's an Italian thing. You wouldn't understand what, what ended up happening. Uh, well, they found out that Barry was excited to go in for the all-you-can-eat sausage and peppers. <laughs> and they said, uh, well, we're going to have to charge you guys. Yeah. <laughs> There's no free admission. Yeah, no, some, something went wrong internally, uh, and we are not going to be there. But the good news is we're going to be back here at Two Guys Smoke Shop in Seabrook, New Hampshire, where we have 
the $5 in a comfortable chair event going to go on. This is going to be a month-long event that's, that's happening across the country at many, many shops. Uh, brought to you by the J.C. Newman folks where uh, you come in and you buy cigars and you get a chance to win this dynamite chair. Right? Oh, it's awesome. I took it for a test drive. Which you have a sign on it says, don't you dare anybody sit on <laughs> well, this. Well, they are not allowed to sit on it. But I'm the should... general manager and I have to test everything. And it reclines. And oh, it's got my a place God. It's two stainless steel cup holders. Nice. I they could double didn't... as an ashtray. I hope you didn't do in that chair what you just did to me just before. I, just, I do that Lifting all the time. Lifting a cheek yeah. and directing in my direction. You're welcome. And You've now been blessed. So we're going to everybody that buys a box is going to get a chair. Um, we got uh, Bear Steins. We got um, Barry Steins. Barry Steins. <laughs> and um, now this, this is the only thing. And, and Barry, we're going to have Sean. Our, Sean Poser is going to come in, right? Barry's now our, our graphics guy on top of doing the website. Yes. And you put together a thing. What's with the ten thousand dollars? Well, you really could win ten thousand dollars. We added that at the last minute, so we're doing it at three stores. And if you win the chair at each store. Do you have an insurance policy on this? No insurance policy. The Just odds are tough, man. Huh? Somebody's going to win each one. If they do, I'll give them $10,000 on top of it. All right. Cash? Not cash. No. <laughs> I'm out. I gotta pay it doesn't roll like that. <laughs> i got to pay big taxes on it, but I'll write you a check for $10,000. How about a $10,000 gift certificate? That'd be way better, but it's too late. He already printed it. All right. So uh, we'll, we'll talk about that in depth on next week's show. we got a lot to talk about. We're going to go over the Cigar Journal Awards for the best. Uh, finally. Finally. We, hey, when you come back from the show, you got lots of stuff. we got the uh, Cigar Association in New Hampshire golf tournament. We're going to go over who's going to be the players and things on there. Um, we got me producing the August 16th show, which is always exciting. Yes. It's going to be a lot easier, buddy, for you. It's going to be you. easier, yeah. Okay. And That's the best good. part That's about this music is the Italian feast we're going to have right after the show. That's right. Right. There we go. Nice. I'm starving. I'm hungry myself. So uh, Sean Poser will be here um, next week. We'll be live at Two Guys Smoke Shop in Seabrook, New Hampshire, the $5 and a comfortable chair for Brickhouse. And um, remember, folks, uh, this show and every Cigar Authority show is absolutely free and, in my opinion, worth every penny. You know what? I asked one thing of you. Go on CigarRights.org. Go save the Newman Cigar Factory on what's their website again? SaveCigarCity.com. Save Cigar City. Go on the Cigar Authority website. You'll see it. Uh, tomorrow. Uh, the links will be there if you can't find it yourself. But two minutes. That's what I'm asking for you. Two Might minutes. Might not even be it. that long. So anyway, for Mr. Jonathan, Barry Stein, Chuck Morrison, I'm David Garofalo, Don Bagnignos here, Jose Ramos, come on down. We'll be here till 6 o'clock and join us here. Uh, catch us next week live from Two Guys Smoke Shop in Seabrook, New Hampshire. You've been listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network. Listen, when you're smoking your Don Benigno Maduro, always remember, keep the lid end out of your mouth. It doesn't belong there. I'd say it in Spanish, but I don't speak Spanish. Here we go. <laughs> See you next week. tell you about a fellow named Dave and the fact I have been buying my cigars from him since 1985 when they first opened up. Two Guys Smoke Shop. 
Now, Two Guys Smoke Shop have three convenient locations right over the Massachusetts border in tax-free New Hampshire. Now, here's something I bet you didn't know. Two Guys Smoke Shop is America's largest cigar shop and has the largest inventory of cigars anywhere. Wait till you see this place. You're not going to believe it, all right? Now, if you like cigars, you can't find a better place to buy them than at Two Guys Smoke Shop. They're in Salem, New Hampshire, Seabrook, New Hampshire, and their new location in tax-free Nashua, New Hampshire. It is worth the ride. You can call 888-2-CIGAR-2. That's 888-2-CIGAR-2 or on the web at twoguyssmokeshop.com. The best place to buy cigars anywhere is Two Guys Smoke Shop. It's Stogie Heaven. With a million choices, it's Stogie. 